Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And, man, we had a little wild in that wild car weekend. So let's get down to business, gentlemen. First out, man, popping the tops. Let's go ahead and bring him up in here. That's right. The one, the only old Randy Giggity Giles. What's up, brother? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. Another week down. But, uh, yeah, man, these uh, the week this playoff weekend was uh, kind of crazy. Uh, had some games that went down the way I expected. Some games that were like, wow, what the hell just happened? Uh, so, yeah, you know. A little, a little oh. wild. Oh, 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 oh. And what's the what's the news of the day, man? What's the news of the day? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately, but, you know, kudos to the Jets. Uh, they're hiring Robert Sala as their new head coach. Uh, you know. <laughs> and please, can you please give everybody a lesson on how to say his name? Unless we have to, like, queue up Destiny's Child, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not Salah, people. It's Salah. You don't need people going praise Salah here. Like, it's, 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 it's now, now, don't get me wrong. Jets fans might be going praise Salah, but well, what's gonna happen if like it doesn't go well and they gotta fire him? Are they gonna be like they had to toss my Salah? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I see what you did there. Ooh, whoa. No, look, man, I, I, it's a good hire. And we, we've talked about sometimes with the defensive guys, they don't always get all the respect they deserve as, as a coaching hire. But I think a lot of that, what the Jets really need is somebody that comes in and really establishes organizational culture, identity, and builds an attitude for that team. You know, it's funny we think back and, you know, Rex Ryan had his faults, but that was a competitive Jets team, and they had an identity under Rex, even if you didn't like him. Right, they had an identity. What's their identity been in the post Rex Ryan era? Where can you really pencil and go, man? I knew that Jets. What Fireman Ed disappearing? Right, like uh, what? That that team. Butt uh, fumbles. Dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so it'll be it'll be interesting. He's a higher energy coach, mm -hmm. uh, obviously coming from you know with, with being with the Niners, they've had a, a really big cultural resurgence on that team. And yep you know and the players love him so that's going to be a huge thing for the jets you know, having someone they can respect how and old is he he's 41 41 and you know that that puts him right in the thick of what we've seen with a lot of these coaching hires they're not retreads they're not old dudes not that i'm you know bagging on the older guys but you know you think about some of the trends you've seen with mcveigh right some of these mm -hmm. younger coaches. And, I mean, you know, Green Bay's done it. I mean, a, a, just a lot of teams have gone young. Some of these newer guys, unproven guys, that have, well, at least that have good reputations. And I'm happy to see it. You know what I mean? I'm happy to see it. I'm happy for him. I know it's tough for you to lose for the 49ers and for you as a 49ers fan to, you know, bid farewell to him. But I wish him well in New York because that's, that's a big job and that's a big challenge. But he seems to have a <laughs> certainly a better personality than old – Rashad Caldwell, <laughs> Bug Eyes, Adam Gase out there, you know. What the, and the hell? thing is, is being in San Francisco, being in front of everybody, having that big market, and mm -hmm. actually being having a team that made it to the Super Bowl, he'll be able to handle that type of pressure that comes with being in New York in general. So I, that really I definitely hope. is a good. I was, you know, it's a good, it's a good fit. I mean, I mean, look what we saw with uh, like Brian Flores with the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. How in within two years that team is he's got that team competitive identity mm -hmm. and, and that and that's let's be real some of that you're not just rebuilding a roster right you're not just rebuilding a roster. you are real rebuilding an organization you are rebuilding an identity you are rebuilding a team and 
that is difficult to do, and they're ripe for it. Who knows how it's going to pan out, but that's that's a bold choice. He's obviously got some pedigree, and we'll see if he has the chops to hack it at that level. Who knows if they can get their roster up to snuff, but uh, I, I'd bet you... That'd be a hell of a division if the Jets can, if he can turn that Jets team around. Well, yeah, it's going to be tough because Buffalo is obviously in the upswing. Who knows? I mean, obviously the Patriots had a down year, but you have, you know, the first year without Brady is a big deal. You had all the COVID stuff, the opt-outs, and Belichick's got to rebuild the team, so we'll see what they do. But I certainly wouldn't anticipate the Patriots being on, you know, full BSC, but for so long. They'll, they'll at least be good. They may not be great, but they'll at least be good. Uh, again, Bills are on the upswing, you know, and there, there's opportunity space. The Dolphins look like they're on the rise. We'll see what, you, you know, the next year for Tua really brings, uh, unless he somehow gets traded to Houston or something goofy. But, you know, Flores has the Dolphins going in the right direction. That's going to shape up to be a really competitive division. I mean, it has been, but that's that's there's opportunity, right? But that's going to be tough sledding. It's going to be tough sledding. So I wish him well. Wish him well. Are they promoting within in San Francisco or who knows? Um, I don't know because I haven't seen anything yet since obviously since this just came down today. So my guess is is they I would think they would look externally first just to mm-hmm. see who, who's available. And if not, I would think promoting from within might might work just work out the best. Yeah. Well, um, again, Shanahan's done a good job there. That's a strong organ, tough year, but that's a good organization. They know who they are. They'll get that squared away, I have no doubts. So, all right. Well, next up, my friends. That's right, man. Dropping bombs. Kind of like, I don't know, Josh Allen throwing some of those sideline darts to uh, Davis. Sorry, McGovern. Sorry, bro. (laughs) Brother. Man, that was... (laughs) That's a tough outcome. That's a tough outcome, man. Bills, Colts, bro. So many, so many opportunities, and they shot themselves in the foot. They went bicycle Burris on me, man. <laughs> you know, it, it just, it just felt like that game was there for them to take. And I mean, right? I, yeah, it just, I could, all I could do was shake my head. Randy came over and we watched the game, and uh, you know, third and goal, you pull a toss. I mean, that's almost as bad as the goal line fade. <laughs> But um, you lose three yards. I looked at Randy. I'm going to just kick the field goal. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, they go for it. Now, I, I will say this. Reich did call the right play. Rivers and Pittman just missed on it. Oh, I mean, it was off the fingertips, man. It was, it was right there. It was right there. <clears throat> but, you know, for me, you know, you know me. Take the points. I always take the points. I, it may be a conservative approach, but, like, if you – if you if you're chewing up all that clock, you better come away with something. Yeah, well, I mean, it feels like part of the story of that game is 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 yardage, time of possession, no points, <laughs> right? Where are the yeah. points? And occasionally you just have to. And I don't know that it's necessarily conservative. I think you have to you have to pick your spots where you're going to be aggressive. And I think they. I, th- I mean, realistically, the Colts knew that you know the Bills could pop off. Right. Um, and that that's fair, and you know it's not like it was like you know the fourth quarter when that was the. I mean, you're closing out the first half, but it just I don't know, man. It, it whether it's the play calling, the execution, or what, like I much, would have much rather have seen that fourth down play on third down, right? And then uh, yeah. something of mm-hmm. that sort, and then if that doesn't work out, man, go ahead and, and and boot that thing through. But 
it's a tough break because some of what we end up arguing about is really the outcome because Buffalo, you, you have the chance to go up 13 to seven, right? Correct. And instead, you know, Buffalo ends up flipping that on them going, I don't know, what was it, 98 yards? <laughs> uh, 90, 96, I believe. 96, it, which was ridiculous. And they had some other things that happened on that drive, man. You know, you got Allen looking like he's going to throw the damn thing away and then threading that sideline oh bomb God. to Davis. I mean, God barely keeps his Freaking feet. Freaking gorgeous, though. That's a, It was an incredible play. Um, Allen yeah. running all over the place. Another sideline catch by Davis. And the inexcusable fourth and three jumping off sides, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, dude. How? And I looked at Shannon, and I was like, how? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Uh, seriously. I mean, that that actually deserves it. Because, I mean, we looked at each other like he's just trying to draw them off sides. And that, I you know, I, I can't even remember the dude's name. He should be cut already. but <laughs> He probably is. Like, dude, they're going to kick the damn field goal and you're going to be a dumbass and jump off. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, uh, I, know, I mean, that that's a really, really tough sequence of events. And they Be- turn it into seven, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. instead of 13 to 10, it's 14 to, or, you know, 13 to 10 Colts at the half, it's 14, 10 Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then of course they own the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and blanket you with the doink, bro. Yeah, that, that one hurt as well. That was a loud ass doink too. <laughs> that was like letting you know it was a doink, not just a barely Nick, the damn thing just resonated through the whole damn stadium there is no doubt about this doink friends no doubt about it no and, doubt you know he's a rookie he'll he'll be fine yeah um, it's his first playoff game i still you know even if in that second quarter that was a chip shot and he would have made that one i believe pretty easily yeah but you know phil played really well i mean considering his limitations and all that i thought he i thought he played excellent football had some very good moments and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not prepared to say I'm, I'm ready for him to come back next season, but, you know, Kobe Brissett's a free agent and we have Jacob Eason. So if I have my choice, I'd rather bring back Rivers than have <laughs> Eason start. What? You don't want Carson Wentz? Come on, man. Nah, <laughs> I, I think, I think old Ballard needs to make a call up to Green Bay. I think Green Bay's ready to start love, so you know, bringing Rogers, bringing Rogers to Indy, dude. Throw, throw him a couple right. first. Come on, man, stop that. Nope. You know what? We'll throw you four first to bring Rogers and Adams over. So, oh my you god! <laughs> like you don't need them both, man. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta join love, man. Who are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, Alex Smith might be available. Come on, man. Oh my God! I'm gonna spit out my beer. <laughs> I will say I'll give I'll, I'll give Shannon props. He handled that loss a hell of a lot better than he did when Andrew Luck retired. I will oh, give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. The next morning after Andrew Luck was brutal. Yeah. So I did not want to. Trust me, I barely remember the night either because I was drinking there right with you. So. Well, <laughs> uh, I just I just remember getting yelled at for going down the parkway in an office chair. So. <laughs> Well, that's on you. Yeah, well, true story. You know, it's just a shame because it. I mean, the Colts definitely had some fight in them. 
Um, I mean, obviously, Diggs is going to do what Diggs does. I mean, it, you know, Allen hit Diggs for a touchdown in the third. I think that's when they went up 24 to 10. But, yep. you know, the Colts kept coming back. Rivers hit Pascal. You know, it was 24 to 16. Yeah, and, oh, and more points because it was a failed two point conversion. And, and of course, old, old Jack, um, our man, just Jack Doyle, you know, Rivers bombing went out to him 27 24 after the two point conversion. It's just that was it was a very very compelling football game had a, had a lot of really cool moments but there's definitely like those you know decision points and you know when you have two legitimately competitive good teams your margin of error is just small and if you if you either don't execute on a couple of plays or you make a decision that comes back to bite you in the ass you know that's the kind of game where you go oh god how can we not get it done and that, that's how I felt because, yeah, I mean, you're on the road, so you're you're clearly the underdog. But when you're the underdog, man, and Randy will attest to this, like I just I, I go back to that first half, like take the points, just take the points mm-hmm. and the idiot jumping off sides. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, you know, the funny part is, is. I knew in the fourth quarter on that last drive that that was a fumble, but the fan of me kept going, no, no, you've won every damn replay so far. Yolas at least won. <laughs> it, it was pretty funny because Shannon just looked at me. He's like, it's a fumble. I'm just like, okay, okay. It's, it's a fumble. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a, fumble. a fumble. I'm saying he no. was down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon's just but, like, Shannon's just like, we're getting this one. We're getting this one. I'm they like, won the other twenty replays. I'm I mean, like, okay, man, okay. Colts okay. need to win at least one. Give them a break, y'all. Right? Damn. Yeah. NFL, NFL called in and said we need a compelling game. Play stanzas. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm telling you, man. There, there were a couple of, of of plays like that throughout Wild Card Weekend where where you were like. Wait a second, man. Come on, y'all. <laughs> who's, make, who's, who's making this call now? Um, but when, you know, because when Rivers hit Pascal, and he goes down to the ground making a catch, gets up, and just gets swarmed, and, you know, the ball gets popped up. My first reaction was, oh, my God, I cannot believe that guy fumbled it. <laughs> I was like, what a cruel way to end that game. And, of course, you know, the Colts hurry up and try to snap, and McDermott runs up and calls the timeout. Play gets reviewed. And I was surprised, absolutely shocked that, that stood as a catch. It just really felt like it was a fumble. I mean, I, I think Mark said something like, I'm glad it didn't end for that guy, you know, the team and that guy that way. Yeah. Um, but it trying it, to make a hustle play. It, yeah. 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 Trying to make a hustle play. And sometimes it bites you in the earth. Um, mm-hmm. That That's, Oh God, man. I, I'm surprised it went the way that it did for the fan part of you. Of course you go. Yes. Thank you. But that was like, that was a, just one where you're like, really? What's the deal here, man? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, I told you what the deal was. They they wanted the competitive finish. Yeah. <laughs> What's the story here? It was close enough. You yeah, know. It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. And they'd, and they'd want every other freaking replay on the day. I they, mean, they got enough breaks. Come on. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It, it, we've got a couple of all pros on the defense. If they bring Rivers back, I can run it back again with Rivers if if that's their best option. I can, I can run that back I, again with him. You know, depending on what he he wants to do, and I, you know, obviously it's a bitter pill for that guy. I mean, he's long in the tooth, late in his career, 
and he only has but so much gas left in the tank. But that that's a good squad. They've got some weapons. Uh, I know the toe was a bit of an issue for him later in the season, but I would think, barring maybe a surprise move in the offseason or something falling into their laps, even as a bridge guy, I mean, who are you going to kind of look into that's going to be significantly better than Rivers? Now, Rivers could fall off the map. That's always the concern with quarterbacks of that age is that the, the proverbial one year too many, right? Um, which doesn't always happen until like, you know, sometimes it happens in the middle of the year where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there goes that season, you know, or the injuries pile up or something happens. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not a Colts fan, so I don't really have a dog in the fight, but I think it would be nice if he, if he gets to choose and is able to finish out there. Although to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't want him. I would think he's going to play one more year. It's just a matter of finding a decent spot to be. Uh, though I certainly wouldn't want to go to any L Scrubbo team, you know. You know, if if Rivers is going to play again, it, it would be with Indy. I don't think he's going to go. He's, I don't think he's going to find a better situation. Unlikely. Um, that he would be familiar with, and that would give him a good opportunity. I mean, you've got a good offensive line. You got it. We got to replace Anthony Costanzo. A hell of a year or hell of a career. Mm-hmm. You know, happy retirement. Uh, he retired. Still. You know, you've, you've got Marlon Mack coming back next year, so you'll have a good yep. one-two punch on the running game. These these young cats are going to get better. We'll actually have a preseason so people can get their – Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> get everything thing going get and implemented. And, well, I, look – you know, you know, And maybe Paris Campbell will actually be healthy enough to get on the damn field. No, he won't. Stop. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe we'll trade him for DK Metcalf since he was <laughs> yeah, that's before it. DK Metcalf that's in that it. draft. That's it. Uh, thinking yeah i like your optimism yeah that's but, not gonna happen but they've got a lot of pieces there they do if if rivers doesn't come back and uh, maybe you get creative I, I think i'd rather have rivers and wins at this point which is stupid sounding but with the way Wentz looked in philly man he 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 was um what was it sam darnold who said he was seeing ghosts yeah. I mean, nope. Wentz looked like he was seeing Gasp- Gasper, Casper all over the place. <laughs> Casper. <laughs> the problem with Wentz is is the fact that he just had zero confidence in his abilities because he was like, oh, no, they drafted a quarterback. Well, I mean, Philly My was jobs a- in jeopardy. Yeah. Instead of going out there and doing like what Rodgers did, yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Watch what I can do. And yeah. he just lit it up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, there was clearly some in-house drama that was going on. About, I mean, obviously, with Peterson getting fired. Or, you know, parting ways, if you want to be polite about it. Whatever the case may be. There's obviously some in-house drama there. And we'll we'll see what that means for Wentz going forward, uh, depending on who they bring in. But it, it's just it's hard to see that working out well for Wentz, particularly given their salary cap issues and what they're going to need to do with that roster to kind of rebuild it. Uh, but there, there clearly seems to have been some internal power struggles <laughs> over uh, quarterbacks and you know coaching staff building and some other things with Peterson and, and the front office. So that's a tough deal. I, you know, I like Wentz. That was a fun start to his career. The injuries were a tough break. I'd like to think that he can, you know, rediscover <laughs> his his ability to actually be at least a functional NFL quarterback and not just a you know a, a big bag of slop but the, the eagles have dude they got their work cut out for them man 
you know, with the roster, with the salary cap, with Wentz, with the coaching hire. So I'm curious to see who they bring in. And uh, by the way, I, I thought it was a hoot that somebody was talking about Deuce Staley. And I'm like, man, that's so wild to think, you know, remembering that guy playing in his career and then him cutting his teeth with, the, with you know, just the coaching staff. And, and it, it, you know, there's certain players, you like, you go, have they been retired that long? And yeah, are, are they really going to end up being like a head coach one day? Like Deuce, <laughs> Deuce Staley, what? Props to him, man. But anyway, uh, we'll see what the Eagles do. I, obviously, I hope they continue to suck big fat bags of ass. I'm totally fine with that, man. Go ahead, <laughs> quit, quit all you want. I'm totally happy with that. Just mail it in, man. I'll send you some extra stamps from the post office. It's all good. Um, <laughs> no problem, man. Totally, delighted for that. But they've got their work cut out for them, man. But look, uh, I will say I'm, I'm certainly happy for Buffalo. You know, one of the things that's funny is how many. Bills fans, I actually know that I didn't realize I knew, right? I didn't know they were Bills fans. Pretty, pretty low key. Uh, not so much this year, and certainly not so much at this point of the, uh, at this point of the year. I work with a whole crew of them. It's just wild. I mean, I'm like, man, you got to set your desktop background to like some Bills things, and so I sent that uh, awful tattoo that that guy had of the uh, <laughs> of the buffalo wing with the celery stick, looking like the Bills logo. I was like, there you go. I found a perfect tattoo for y'all. And then we just laughed. <laughs> buffalo chicken dip, man. Yeah, buffalo chicken dip, bro. <laughs> you know, and as always, Bills Mafia is fantastic, setting people on fire, going through tables. Uh, I'm disappointed there weren't any buildos being thrown around on the field, but, <laughs> you know, there's still plenty of playoffs yet. And it, I mean, what do they have, 6,000 fans in the stands? Is that what they had? Something like that. Mm-hmm. They were loud, though. Yeah, they were. Uh, I, I would I would love to know the, the over-under on uh, the buildo making an, a, an appearance at some point in the playoffs, man. Oh, it's making an appearance this week. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> if they make it to the Super Bowl and there's fans in the stands, I, I would I, that would be like the best. That would be the that would be so fantastic if there was just a, a, a cascading like parade of buildos being thrown about. You know. The commentators would have no damn clue what to actually I, say to it. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> well, mm, nice job smuggling that in past security, ladies. You know, or gents. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But but I, I will say this. As much as I give uh, Allen and Diggs grief because they cost me a fantasy championship and then they cost my team to play. Dude, you, you got f by Allen and Diggs in real life and in fantasy football. That's Bro. cruel. That's cruel, dude. Um, That's you cruel. know, it, it's a, they break the 24-year drought of a playoff win, mm-hmm. so which was the third longest behind the Bengals and the Lions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, props to them for, for doing that. And, um, you know, I hope I hope they do well this weekend against, <clears throat> excuse me, Baltimore. And, um, you know, we'll see. But actually, I've got – I think I have all chalk this weekend in the, the Pick'em League. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I went all chalk. But that that's, that's, that's for a little bit later. But, I haven't, you know, I, yeah, I'm I happy for them. I haven't made my picks yet, but I'm still feeling – you know, I told you guys uh, the other week, uh, I've had this conversation with several people. I'm still kind of feeling that that Bills Packers vibe, but we'll see. I mean, you know, it's the playoffs. The so crazy things can happen, or we could have more Rona impact. Although, hell, not practicing and Rona problems didn't seem to bother the freaking Browns. <laughs> <laughs> did no, that. it did not. Yeah. That holy cow! Wow. God. Yeah, that um, that's uh, a. Yeah, that deserve that deserves one of our favorite sound bites. That Lord knows, I don't know that we've played in a while, but. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about 
Playoffs? We talking about kidding playoffs. Me? Playoffs? That's not the one I want, but that's the only one I could find really quickly. Because <laughs> 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 what we really need is Allen Iverson talking about some practice. Where is AI? Man, I'm just going to have to pull pull a video. Dang. Iverson. I'm just going to Google Iverson practice. That should find it. Tony Bruno board not working for us? <laughs> I just don't know where it is in that board, we man. sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not 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 the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. I still love that. I still love that soundbite, dude. Can you imagine somebody giving that, that post-game presser today? <laughs> Other than maybe Harden. Other than maybe Harden. Harden might do that one. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't buy it, but <laughs> maybe hard. Not, not many players get away with something like that. No, no. AI was fantastic. It, it was, was absolutely fantastic. But, but he left it all on the court all the time. Oh, so he, he did. He, he, did. he was one of – him and Kobe probably could have been the only ones to get away with that. He also left Ty Lue on the floor that one time. Step, 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 Damn. <laughs> stepping over. I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah, how, how amazing is it to think that – in between, you know, the head, uh, Stefanski, obviously their head coach, and then some players being out, all the BS they've had to deal with with uh, COVID stuff, the Rona, uh, not being able to practice. Man, they flat out, you know, like it felt like the Steelers were the team that didn't get the pre- – you know what I'm saying? Like that was so insane. And I, I don't know how to really rationally explain what that game was other than the Browns just beat the brakes off of the Steelers, right? I mean, first quarter, man. Yeah, I mean, anything. First play. Yeah, I know. Over his head. Over his head. Over his head. Pouncey snapped the thing. And Big Ben's a big guy. What is he, 6'5"? Yes. I think so, yeah. I mean, Christ almighty. It, it, that, there's, now, here's the thing. There's bad Pounce- snaps and there's bad snaps. I mean, bro, Pouncey has like. Pouncey's been all pro a number of times. Like, he doesn't suck. He's one of the best centers of our generation. Look. 8,596 snaps, eight fumbles, two lost. That's that man's career. And there you go. First snap out of the gate, man, right over his head. And not only was it a bad snap, but was that Connor? Big Ben and whoever the running back was. I think it was Connor. Dude, fall on the damn ball, y'all. What are Uh you doing? What are you doing? It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Browns get that in the end zone, man. Seven to nothing. First play of the game, defensive touchdown. Yeah. And then, you know, Big Ben tossing up a tater to Snell. That gets picked. Baker Mayfield hits Jarvis Landry, just absolutely smokes the D. 14 to nothing. Browns go three and out. Excuse me, Steelers go three and out. Browns go rolling right down the field. Kareem Hunt with a touchdown run, 21 nothing. You know, second and 20, Steelers ball. Big, Big Ben's pass gets tipped. Yup, Browns interception. Off of uh, Johnson's, I think it was Johnson went off his fingertips too, and the, yep. the Browns just popping off, dude. Hunt with another touchdown, twenty eight to you know twenty eight to donut, bro. The Browns after the, the first quarter. In the first quarter, the Browns were the first team with twenty eight points in the first quarter of a playoff game since nineteen sixty nine. It's like bro- someone playing Madden on rookie level. I mean, damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I also work with some Steelers fans, so it was interesting seeing their reaction the next. <laughs> the next <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Hey, how you doing? Yeah, y'all need some ketchup." <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry sorry, y'all sorry y'all and that that game was so out of whack man there was like there was a point i stopped paying attention to it i just had some other stuff to do i'm like yeah you know what are you gonna do man i'll I'll watch some extra highlights or whatever i'm not saying it's the aliens but it's the aliens. <laughs> I <laughs> felt like that was this game. Yeah. That dude saying that. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Particularly when it's the second quarter. Yeah, the Steelers get a touchdown. And then, you know, Browns respond. And Austin Hooper gets a touchdown. It was 35-7. You're just like, yeah, whatever, man. What is this going to turn into? I'll give the Steelers some kudos for kind of rallying up and not just going complete El Foldo. You know, in the sports brew chat, uh, I had totally, I, I don't know why I had forgotten about this game, but it popped into my head because the, I mean, the Browns were just throttling the Steelers early and obviously Twitter was having a field day. People, if you either just hate the Steelers or you're a Browns fan, or you just like it when things turn into complete debacles, not that we ever root for shit storms in this country, God bless. <laughs> <clears throat> if you just enjoy a shit storm, this was a great game for you, <laughs> but it like, I thought back to Dan Marino's last game with the Dolphins and how atrociously bad they were. Because the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, to be fair, people forget how good. The Jaguars were really good. Yeah, it was Coughlin Uh, and Brunel, wasn't it? Yeah, Brunel, Coughlin. With uh, Jimmy Smith and uh, Fred Taylor. Keenan McCardell. Yep, they they had, yep, McCardell, uh, Smith, Fred Taylor. They had another, I think they had another. Oh, Fred Taylor. Oh, dude. dude. Fred, prime t- prime Fred Taylor, dude. When he was healthy, prime Fred Taylor was fantastic. Yeah, Holy moly! I mean, that, that Jacksonville Jaguars team was was legitimately good, right? But the Dolphins just got their ass handed. I think the, I, without looking it up, I think it was like sixty-two to seven or something completely embarrassing. And Marino had a terrible day. He had a bunch of turnovers, um, and they just embarrassed them. And well, didn't didn't that team the next week beat the Broncos before the two peak? Uh, the Broncos, maybe. Um, I'd have to look. I think at, that, that was that the game the, where they got where they got Elway at Mile High. Might be that that you'd have to. I think that was the '99 playoffs. Oh, never mind. That would have been after. So hold on. Well, we yeah, you know, we got to do is look look them up, man. Jaguar, like look. Jag- yeah, Jags won sixty-two to seven against the Dolphins. Yeah, so what year was that, Randy? Ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh, okay, then nah, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Somebody got some birds chirping. What is that? What Sounds is that? like like old school like hip hop. Like the Snoop Dogg. Hold, hold on. Nineteen ninety nine <laughs> NFL playoffs. I think that's what we need right there. Damn, I didn't realize what? Marino made it to ninety nine. Yeah, I forgot he did too. Yeah. Alright, so that was uh alright, so Washington beat the troll, but you know it's vintage. Washington beat that oh that's the year that the that the Redskins lost to the Bucks. On that uh, jacked-up field goal. Uh, or, oh, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's that year. Minnesota beat the crap out of Dallas. That's always good. Let's see. The Rams lit up Randy Minnesota. Randy Moss, baby. Yeah. The Ram- <laughs> yeah. Rams beat, uh, beat the Vikings, and then the Rams beat the Bucks. They went to the Super Bowl. Oh, th- that Okay, that was the Rams-Titans Super Bowl year. So, oh. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Oh, th- I think that was also... 
That was Tennessee 2216. Was that was that the music? The Miracle. Music City Miracle. Yeah. Man, that, that was a hell of a playoffs, dude. Damn. Holy crap. That's all kinds of stuff going on. Tennessee beating Indy 19-16. Yeah, so okay. Miami beat Seattle 20-17. It's so weird to think Seattle was in the AFC, right? <laughs> You're like, what? what you, Back in the day. What do you mean the Dolphins beat the Seahawks in the playoffs? What kind of bullshit is this? Um, <laughs> what's going on at the kingdom? That's an also, also a tell that it's really old. Jacksonville beat Miami. Then Jacksonville lost to Tennessee 33 to 14 in the AFC championship. So yeah, that Ooh. McNair, that, that Tennessee squad Steve, was, yeah, yeah Steve, McNair, Steve McNair, Eddie George. Yeah. Eddie George, buddy. Mm. Whoa. He was a rest freak. in peace, Steve. He was a freaking hammer. Yeah, he was. yeah, man. That, that's God, what, dude, he was a beast at Ohio state. Man. Yes. You know, you know it's funny. And Eddie George and Derrick Henry, two of probably the tallest running backs, but the thickest dudes, man, that you will ever see at that position. Man, look at some of these games. I mean, that's that's a good playoffs. 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 <laughs> the playoffs. We talking about practice. We talking about playoffs. Practice, playoffs. Practice, playoff. Anyway, but yeah, like I, I mean, for real, man. My first thought was going back to Dan Marino getting his ass handed to him and just, yeah, you know, piecing out, piecing out, man. And Marino obviously was not. I mean, he was beat up at that point in his career, um, and that that was very clear. But whew, that's a that's a bad way to go out. So I'll, I'll give the Steelers at least some kudos for fighting back because, man. It felt like the Browns were trying to retire Big Ben in that one. <laughs> you know what I did find? And this was probably... Because uh, <laughs> you know, we got a lot of Steelers fans in our news feed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so there were a lot of very, very butthurt Steelers fans. And I found, I found the perfect product for all of the Steelers fans after the Browns beat y'all's asses. All right? Because that's a lot of butthurt alert. There, <laughs> there is a taint band-aid. What? Taint aid? <laughs> yeah. Marari Medical, the company behind the taint band-aid. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a real thing. <laughs> oh, the taint band-aid is real. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> Clinicians were consulted as to what would stick to the taint, a unique piece of human anatomy, which resulted in the new butterfly-shaped design. He emphasized the company took great pains to make sure the patch would not hurt anyone's sensitive giblets. <laughs> the new prototype also has added Bluetooth connectivity, so users can adjust the intensity level in the app. Cause that's what you when you really get butt hurt, you need a taint tickler and a band aid rolled, in, <laughs> rolled, rolled into one. <laughs> A taint tickler. <laughs> hey, Shannon. Yes, sir. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell in their right mind thought yeah. it was a good idea? Well, the taint tickler. The good taint tickler. God. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's obviously uh, meant to have some, you know. Some some spillover benefit there. <laughs> well, you know what? It taint happening. Yeah. 
Anyway, so, Mar- so what are you trying to say, Randy? They should have they shouldn't have thought about that one. Just let that one go, right? Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what the, the thing is? It's actually designed to help people with premature ejaculation. So it's really not about letting it go. <laughs> I'm sure. Obviously, their biggest concern was making sure that someone could shake it off. <laughs> I see what you look, did there. Look, look, their primary concern was the taint tickler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was re- that was really the deal. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh God. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Thank you, do. Oh, Randy, I shake it off, though. Two chicks at the same time, man. Hey, now. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to... Where, did, where the hell did that go? Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Actually, the haters are going to taint, 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 taint. <laughs> taint, taint. Taint it off. Taint it off. Well, you don't want to get poo 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 with your taint, taint. No. I mean, well, no. actually, depending on what your end game is there, <laughs> you might. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wrong hole. <laughs> so don't be the guy that takes his shit in the porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Fuck Don't em. be that guy. <laughs> Trebek knows the deal. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you some Trebek, man. Oh, by the way, did you guys get a chance to see that final episode? Yeah, I watched it. I watched Not yet. it. It was well. They well, I won't ruin it for you, Randy. Yeah, I'm just. I had to watch. We. We were gonna DVR, but we forgot to, mm-hmm. so I have to watch it on demand. Okay. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and that escalated quickly. <laughs> yes, it did. You, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to remember why I have this one video queued up. Oh, like, shit. why is this? Oh boy! No, <laughs> I don't know why it's here. But I have it, but I, I can't think of a better opportunity other than playing. If we're talking about the taint tickler and shaking it off and all those other things, it's like, yeah, what the hell? Talk about a throwback. Oh my God. Daylight savings time. <laughs> what was the name of this group? I forgot. Bloodhound, the Bloodhound Gang. Gang. Bloodhound Gang. That's right. It's a ridiculous video back in the day too. Oh yeah, they're all dressed up in monkey suits and being oh, yeah. jackasses. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This was like prime TRL, by the way, because this this made the the rounds every day. Like, mm-hmm. 
So what you're doing, what you're talking about, is a, a time before Mark apparently was born when MTV actually yes. played music videos. Yes, just, Mark. Mark does not remember that time. That's when they wore uh, leather helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Mark does not know this. Mark does not know that. Maybe they'll cover it in Fargo one year. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's not like you'll ever know, Justin, so. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not, the right, not the right I'm going. By the way, oh. I, I just want to give some major props yeah. to Mitchell Trubisky. For winning the NVP, something that Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes have never won. Never won, man. Nope. NVP. The Nickelodeon valuable player in a game where he lost and helped the Saints win. (laughs) (laughs) You're the real MVP, man. (laughs) You're the real MVP. Kevin Durant says he's the real MVP. (laughs) Oh, man. Wait, let's see. I I thought I had a soundbite. From that, uh, oh yeah, here you go, here you go. No, I did not watch any of the game. I knew they had the Nickelodeon game, but I, I didn't watch it. Um, but I, I, I forgot I, about it until it was brought up in chat. Yeah, well, t- uh, Twitter had, a, I mean, Twitter and, and social media had a field day with it. It uh, was fun. It which, was fun. Yeah, which I, if I, I was a kid, dude, I would have been all about that. Yeah, well, that that I think if you're, you're you know, kind of in that eighteen to twenty four zone or maybe eighteen to thirty zone, you're probably like, yeah, nostalgia. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, here you go. Here's here's one. Uh, Cordero uh, Patterson, man. Yeah. Conduct. That was money. Appreciate it. Appreciate on his own. What the fuck? Whoops. That came through loud and clear on uh, the Nickelodeon, uh, you know, broadcast there. Whoops. Yes, it did. <laughs> Mommy, he said, "What the fuck?" What? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said you better duck. Here comes the slime. <laughs> Actually, he may have said that in comments watching his quarterback attempt to play football. True story. <laughs> By the way, not that I want to spend a lot of, lot of time talking about bear, the Bears, but didn't they uh, didn't they get another wide receiver ejected in that game? <laughs> They did. They did, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out exactly what the hell that dude was – Gardner Johnson was saying to him to actually get him to just turn around and slug him. Oh, I don't know. But he, yeah, and it's the second time he's done it. That's the whole I, thing. It's the second time he's done it to the Bears <laughs> this year. That's fantastic. He, he, must, he must be one of the better trash talkers in the league. Because it was Wims earlier in the season, and he uh-huh. got suspended for it. Yep. And then it was Miller this time, oh, which God. was one of their best wide receivers. So that fucking he's, hurts. Who was their it? best um, wide receiver. Allen Robinson is pretty good still, though. It's not like he's horrible. Who was oh, it I- back in the day? I think he was a Titans DB. Mark used to love him. Was it Andre Johnson? Oh and, yeah, uh, and and Andre just knocked that dude. Like they, yeah, I know who you're talking. I, I can't remember. Debo on somebody. Yeah, I, I don't know why I can't remember that guy's name. And that uh, we'd have to look up when that was. I mean, that's going like back, but I mean, they got into it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so because Andre Johnson knocked that dude down. Like here, here let, I'm, let, I'm looking. Let, at let's up. answer this question, Andre Johnson. 
I'm just gonna do Andre Johnson fight. Ah, Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, that. Cortland. Oh my God. Yeah, yes. That, that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that dude. That dude never shut up. He oh, no. never <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know it's good when he says that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mark's like, man, I just love how he's just talking shit all game long. I was like, dude, dude never shuts up. When was it? 2011? Wow. Man, that, that's a throwback. Oh, this is like, this is like, there's, this is one of the whole bunch of fights. Odell Beckham versus Josh Norman. Yeah, that was, that was feisty. That was feisty. But Cortland Finnegan, Andre Johnson, that's the one I think of, man. Yeah, but. You, you don't want to mess with Andre Johnson. And Andre Johnson been a little vocal this week as well. Uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Lobbying to get uh, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson out of Houston. I don't know, bro. Good <laughs> luck with that. Good luck with that. I will that. say the, uh, the best play by the Bears in that game against the Saints was uh, Jimmy Graham's touchdown at the end. Oh, of the at the game. end. <laughs> that was a hell of a catch. Uh, I, I got to give him props for being able to pull that off, considering he couldn't do it anywhere else practically except <laughs> no, for when he was nowhere else during the game. Yeah, um, I love the fact that he haul, he makes an absolutely fantastic one headed catch uh, for the time. I mean, the Bears went with like what ninety eight yards in like two minutes. Mm. Uh, it's garbage time. Doesn't matter. Uh, but it's it's wild to think that he hauls that in and he just runs off the field at, at you know through the tunnel. That's it. <laughs> Oh, Jackson. <laughs> See ya. See, Peace out. See you later, man. See you later, bro. And uh, I, I loved all the people like getting all bent out of shape over them not kicking the uh, kicking the extra point, man. Getting all There's no bent. point. There's no point. Yeah, there was no reason for it. So no, it's, no. It's but fine. I mean, like, that's one of those rules that, like, if you, you know what I'm saying, like, a lot of people are like, what? Huh? What? What? What is this? You know? So now I don't know. It, this is one where it's Shane Marks not here uh, to talk about that. But it, it's one. Of, I mean, there's no time on the clock, right? So there's no reason to kick it. Doesn't affect the outcome of the game. Correct. You know the differential. It, there's more than two points differential, so there's no reason to do an extra point or to let them attempt a two point. You know, conver- it, there's no reason. The game's just over. Uh, so. Well, yeah, it was. The, the line was ten and a half, so it wouldn't have made a difference unless if they went for two. That would have been the difference. <clears throat> One article says it was uh, – they were 11 and a half, 11-point underdogs. I mean, it, there's obviously some degree of variance, so – Right. It's 12, and if it was 11 and a half, well, then the next Yeah, then that, that, that makes the difference yeah. right there. Yeah. And um, – but, I mean, NFL, you have to kind of say, hey, look – it's not going to make a lick of difference in the game. No. It's done. Don't like it? Don't bet on the game. <laughs> don't like it? Don't bet. It's like uh, it's calling to Vegas. Uh, eh, is this going to help? No? All right. Fuck them. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. By, by the way, Justin, in person, yeah. Randy nails that, by the way. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Oh, my God. I believe it. I think Shannon was fell out of his chair one time I said it. Nice. <laughs> Oh, anyway, kudos to the Saints. Michael Thomas getting his first touchdown of the season. Like, who would have? What? Yeah, that was his first touchdown this year. Get out of town. How about that? I mean, mean, how many games has he missed this year? A ton. Like, over half the season? A ton. A ton. But still. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. 
The dude that broke Marvin Harrison's single season reception mm-hmm. record last year just caught his first touchdown this season. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. You know, that's nuts. Well, by the way, kudos uh, Javon Wims. You should have saved a butterball like that for Thanksgiving, bro. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Dude. Dude. Ow. It was in your hands, bro. Bro, your quarterback is Mitchell Trubisky. You got to make that catch. Yeah. You could have thrown that ball any better. No. It was right there. Right in the – right through his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Matt could have caught that pass. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, Matt probably would have caught that pass. Whitfield yeah. would have caught that pass. We had told him he got free fried chicken. He would have caught that pass. So nah. Free rotisserie <laughs> nice. chicken. Nice. So, <laughs> oh, rotisserie. Yeah. Is he a rotisserie guy? He's not fried chicken anymore? Oh, no, he'll do both. He'll do he'll both. Do both. Okay. I'm just saying rotisserie, he'll, he'll, he'll play harder. Okay. Matt, free rotisserie chicken. There you got to go. catch this ball. That's it. Catch it. And, yes, we said balls. We said balls. So uh, Thomas, of course, missed a, a you know a couple of games uh, to help his ankle heal up, but he missed nine games this year. Michael Thomas hasn't cut a touchdown pass other than in that game. I told you, first one this year. His last touchdown pass was December of 2019. Damn. Like what? Maybe this is the start of a better year with Michael Thomas actually catching a touchdown pass because he didn't catch one in 2020. <laughs> Go 2021. Got to be better last year. Maybe. Maybe, Let's but hope. I am looking forward to the old man bowl with the Saints and the uh, <laughs> the Saints. History Channel. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of my. That was fantastic. Let me let me tell you, two of my favorite things of the week were the uh, History Channel doing that thing with Old Man Brady and Old Man Breeze. I thought that was fantastic. Yes, and I, I also that. loved uh, during the game um, where they showed the graphic of Tom Brady and George Blanda, and they were talking about him being forty three. And like you're like Brady looks really good for being 43. What the hell happened to Blanda? Bruh, he looks <laughs> rough. Oh my god! I were having that the exact discussion. Is like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Damn, bro, Blanda was looking like 63. God, dude, like he'd been on a bender and hadn't stopped, and was back doing then, some, doing back some then, drugs. No, man, I don't know, man, like. Like he'd been in a steel mill and drinking and drugs. And... But at that time, wasn't he coaching on top of it? <laughs> oh, that'll do it. He uh, probably had daughters as well. That, that'll do it uh, as well. There it is. Trust you would me. know. <laughs> I, I loved that graphic. I, I mean, some of, some of it's just lighting and whatever, but yo. Like I, I was like, that can't be that. That man can't be. Well, first of all, because I'm like, well, I'm 43. <laughs> <laughs> I hope like hell I don't look like damn George Blanda. I mean, I'm nah, nah. I'm fat, but like, <laughs> like I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> homeboy, homeboy looks rough. Damn son, brutal. So somebody, I like somebody was like, somebody took the Brady on the left and was like January 1st, 2020, and the Blanda on the right and said December 31st, 2020. Like that's what this year did to you. <laughs> So I laughed at that, but yeah, that's that start, fellas. What's stopping you from looking like this? Start the GB sixteen method today. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, that's good, man. George I mean, shit. Blanda. I've seen commercials, think, uh, Guinness commercials with Montana in, and he's in his sixties, and he looks better than what Blanda did at forty three. I think. I think it was Brent Musburger. He was on. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Brent Musburger. It was on with Rich Eisen. 
talking about Blanda. And uh, they were just cracking up because Musburger um, was talking about how much of a hard partier Blanda was. Smoking, drinking, going out, you know. Uh, clearly, uh, clearly Blanda would have been like, who's that dude for the uh, Thunder? George Hill? Is that who it was? That's like, I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, George Hill. Yeah, George yeah. Hill. Yeah, Bl- Blando clearly would have been like, whatever, man. F this Rona. I'm doing what I damn well want to do. Like, he's like, whatever. F it. I'm going deep. Yeah, F it. I'm sexy, Rexy. F it. I'm going deep, man. Blando's just like, <laughs> whatever. So, and, uh, but if you didn't hear it, the Brent Musburger uh, segment with Rich Eisen talking about Blanda is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Because uh, they, they were friends and he just talked about them going out and what a hard, hard partier uh blanda was and uh, that that was just that was a riot man but yeah that graphic was hilarious i love that two of my favorite parts the the old man history channel blast and then brady and blanda man absolutely fantastic i'll say this man like if once all this corona stuff and we all get our vaccines and all this maybe we all take a trip out to vegas because i think brent's got like a, a something out there going on He's got his own like uh, casino or money betting. Th- I don't know. He's got something out there. I'm that, that would be kind of fun. I've never been to Vegas, so well, a, a brew trip to Vegas. Oh boy, that should be interesting. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Hangover Part Four. We lost Whitfield, and we, uh, yeah. we said fuck it. They would redo that. Remember that, that commercial with the trunk monkey? They would totally redo that, except Whitfield would be popping out of the trunk, man. <laughs> telling you. It would be... <laughs> Yikes. Woo. <laughs> 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 Woo. All righty then. (laughs) Yikes. That took a bit of a twist. (laughs) If you think this has a happy ending, you thought wrong. I've seen. I'm I'm rewatching Game of Thrones, so I'm. I'm in season four. I'm about to watch uh, Pedro Pascal learn why he keeps his helmet on. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm mm, almost to that mm, point. Mm. Head protection is muy importante. Yes. <laughs> Especially when you go against the mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's some uh, there's some alternative meanings for what you're saying there, McGuffin. <laughs> there are but just imagine a watermelon being crushed and you'll understand why you need to keep your helmet on well and finish your opponent when you can and not taunt them mm-hmm. no monty python no, no taunting mm, mm, mm. hello you play to win the game <laughs> well tell that to philadelphia <laughs> hence why doug peterson got fired <laughs> Yeah, he lost that locker room. You know sure. what? I'd, I'd love if Philadelphia trolled uh, Peterson and just, uh, you know, intermittent made nuts up. Uh, nuts up, Phil. This just in, Nate Sudfield changes his name to Nut Sudfeld. 
uh, wasn't there a dude named um uh like Houston Nutt or something crazy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a college coach. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, wouldn't it be funny if Philadelphia trolled Peterson and like uh, made uh, I was gonna say Nutt Sudfeld again made Nate Sudfeld like the interim head coach? fun here you go come, mm. on. come on nate it doesn't matter we'll put you in there for a minute um nuts Sudfeld. <laughs> nuts, <laughs> what the hell dude we talking about practice uh just play the game oh my god just in the alcohol i will i will i will oh my gosh all right yeah i tell you what man i need a bathroom break <laughs> bathroom break and we need a salute o'clock Yes. Indeed we do. Oh, goodness. All right. Just a, just a quick pause. What was it about 1.30? Yeah, we're sitting pretty good. Got a couple games. We'll wrap up some other stuff. So just a, a quick pause. I'm gonna, um, I'll am gonna i be back in just a moment, and we'll just pick up where we're at. All right? Cool. Gracias. <laughs> Nut. Nut Sudfeld. <laughs> a Freudian slip there. <laughs> <laughs> Nut Sudfeld. Two chips at the same time. <laughs> Great ass! Yeah, baby. What's in the box? Tainades. Cunt. Tainades? Good God, man. How do you fuck that up? Tainades. That's how you fuck that up, man. <laughs> Who the hell thought of that? Who knows that? Who has time? <laughs> I wish you still had that one, by the way. Oh. You're a drunken oh. lush. Oh. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could turn back time. Yes. Well, technically we could, but I'm not going to do that. It However, I, I, will, I will give you <laughs> She, look, she could turn back time if she had her taint band aid right there. It's it's, it's oh. in the lyrics. Oh, no. oh. God. It's a taint band aid. It's right there. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, on that note, like I said, fuck them. And we'll. <laughs> you are correct, good sir. <laughs> who, who, who knew that the bad touch was actually going to be appropriate for this shit show? By the way, dear Pittsburgh Steelers. You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> yeah, why, why are these guys still talking shit, man? You uh, lost. Time to go on vacation. Go on vacation, man. Learn from it. Learn from it. Come back next year. <laughs> Done, man. Done. Anyway, all right. Quick pause. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Woo. Yes, sir. <laughs> I want to know who has the Star Trek like communicator like whistle thing going on, man. So crazy. Anyway, uh, by the way, Shannon, how how is it that Houston Nut and uh, Nut Sudfeld 
uh, haven't had a promotion like a cross promotion opportunity with Nutter Butter. You know, just, <laughs> or Mr. Peanut, or, or just, you know, yeah, yeah asking, I, that, that's a good question. Asking, I mean, asking for a friend, as they say, may, maybe this episode will make that happen. <laughs> oh, this can't end well. No, it, well, they, they, they probably that's what she said. Hey, now, <laughs> well, yeah, if you, don't, if you don't have the taint band aid electric therapy shocker thing going on. Oh, oh no! I, 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 I guess, uh, I guess uh, 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 that's uh, one way to make your butt pucker. <laughs> butt pucker. Smuckers. Is that like an alternative? Is that like the the generic brand of Smuckers puckers? Dude, dude, what was that liquor back in the day when we were all like all in college and shit? That what the fuck was that? Oh, oh, um, there's something pucker, and I can't. Was it like apple pucker? Wasn't the one apple? I, I think you're right. Apple, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Apple pucker, apple pucker. Love that yeah. shit. Mother- there's no mad dog 2020, but mm-hmm. that's that's besides the point. bunch of mother puckers. <laughs> the hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Side note, I love the fact that, um, Alvin Kamara. Ice house. I, I love, <laughs> oh, I love I, Plank Road Brewery. Um, Don't feel bad. I had a, the beast when I was in college. Oh, I had a I had a Plank Road Brewery phase. We did some Ice House, and we what was it? Was it Bud Ice? And like everybody had like the ice beers for a while. Yeah, oh, Bud, Bud ice. ice. Yeah, Bud Ice. Yeah, God, I think Ice House. Lindy and I one night. We got a couple of forties of Ice House, man, and we just got trashed. <laughs> At least you guys were smart enough to stay away from the old Milwaukee's Beast. All right, that that that's a true story. Because that was at my college parties. Although I will say, I I will say that I did get a twenty four pack of Natty Light for like seven bucks one time. Wow, that's cheap. That, uh God, who was it? I think uh, Mark might remember. I could swear there was a point in time that there was a Walgreens beer. <laughs> oh God! I, I, I think he, you might be right. I it, think I vaguely remember it. Yeah, and I, I could swear he he said he got it one time and it was terrible. Uh, speaking of terrible beers um, and mother puckers, <laughs> I saw this floating through my newsfeed and I thought it had to be a joke. Right? <clears throat> There's a Budweiser Zero, a full flavored zero alcohol brew. So zero percent alcohol, Budweiser Zero. Number one, you know, I think most people have a Budweiser phase somewhere along the line, only because that's all you have to drink, or you don't know better, or it's just cheap. But what's the point of Budweiser Zero? What the? And al- there is no point. An alcohol free brew. Doing it too. Yeah, with the same full flavor taste you know and love. With Budweiser Zero, there's zero compromise on flavor or experience. I'd say F- there's a, I'd say there's a pretty big o- compromise on experience. H. All with only 50 calories and zero grams of sugar. And I thought it was bullshit, but you can click on the Instacart thing, and, and there's Budweiser Zero. Budweiser Prohibition Brew. Non-alcoholic beer cans. Uh, okay. Uh, no. Yeah. Same key ingredients, other than alcohol. The same choice water. hops. <laughs> the same filtered water, along with a distinctive beechwood aging process. Man, get the hell out of here. F O H. Same fucker that came up with that is probably the dude that made the taint tickler. 
Hey, guys, <laughs> I have a great or, idea. <laughs> or, or decaf coffee. Yeah, decaf coffee. What the hey, fuck? Hey, at least it's not that uh, fucking uh, Peeber fucking coffee beer, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, who drank that and liked it? Was it Mark? Seriously? I, I'm, I don't, I don't I'm just remember. somebody. Somebody did. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Danny Glover. Non-alcoholic beer. Get out of my face with that. Dude, I I, I will say this, and I, I don't know if I if I told you guys this week or last week, but mm-hmm. over Christmas break, I watched Die Hard 1 and 2 with the kids. Nice. Really? Yeah, man. And, like, they really, like, got into it, enjoyed it. So I was just like, dang. Thank you, HBO Max, first of all. And I'm just like, hmm, maybe I'll get into the third and fourth ones with them, you know, just mm-hmm. just just for shiggles. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Exactly. They were laughing at that one. <laughs> mm. I really ought to, ought to look up a good McLean soundboard. There's got there's gotta be a decent one. Oh, there's gotta be there's, there's gotta oh, be. Oh, no doubt. Gotta be. That's one that we we ought to do a deep dive and find that man. Shut the fuck up! Well, Thanks, Sam. Not not happening, Sam. Sorry. (laughs) I do love some Sam Jackson, but although I did, Lily told me this week she goes by Felicia, and I'm like, you can't say that unless you watch the movie at least twenty times. (laughs) Twenty times. Like you you don't you don't get that right. That's a lot of times, but that movie's worth it. Friday's worth it. Oh yeah, no doubt. She's like, all right, I'll watch it with you, and I'm like. Dead win. Win victory. Rando side note. I do, I do want to say, uh, I thought it was funny. Obviously, uh, Alvin Kamara had that insane six touchdown day. And I love the fact that uh, the Pro Football uh, Hall of Fame asked for, essentially asked for his, his cleats, right? Or asked for some game-worn gear to display in Canton, Ohio. So he sent them uh, game-used jersey, footballs, uh, and cleats. And so he had the he did this, these Christmas themed cleats. So he had a, a a red and a green cleat, right? And he got mm-hmm. fined. He got fined. So in the box that has the cleats, a football, and the jersey, he included his NFL fine letter. <laughs> and I'm like, that's pro level right there, buddy. That's he he knew level. it. He, yeah. he knew he was going to get fined for it. But you yeah. know what? He didn't care. Yeah. He knew he's gonna be have, have a big day. I think he made some like blast about how the Grinch always tries to steal Christmas or something. <laughs> Funny. Uh, uh, one other like really super rando thing: Packers offensive lineman Jared Veldhier, uh was on the Colts practice squad, but played the other week, and now he's with the Packers. That's so bizarre that he's gonna play for two teams in one playoff run. Well, Costanzo <clears throat> got injured that last week, so he played, and the Colts got out, and. Because he was just for that week or two, he's now a free agent, mm-hmm. and now the Packers because they lost Bakatari. I said that wrong. Bakatari. Bakatari. Yeah. And uh, they signed him, so there you go. There it is. That's just bizarre. But that it's it's funny, but bizarre. Yeah. Did we just <laughs> the first how bizarre? All right, all right, the first Justin, player who, in NFL history. How bizarre. The first player, he will be the first player in NFL history to have play to play two playoff games for two different teams in one postseason. So, how bizarre! How bizarre! 
I can, if you really Randy, want. Randy, who did that? I think that's OMC. Uh, I think you might be correct. How bizarre. Oh, there you go. As a matter of fact. Here, I'll add that to the sports beat music just for you, Shannon. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I know you guys know the names of the bands, so. Not always, but. No, definitely not always. Well, 99.7% of the time you do. Because you guys are walking musical encyclopedias. No. Two Tainades in the front? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Houston nut. <laughs> oh my god, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Two ten two aids in the front, the failure in the back. <laughs> I bless, dude. Oh, hey. uh. Yeah, yikes. Anywho. <laughs> so, you know what? Before we get too far, let's just, just roll what? into our uh, salute clock. Let's try oh, yeah, to... Let's do a salute clock. Of okay. course, correct. Good call. Good call. All right. Look so Randy getting us back on the track. Oh, no, thank you. So I'm enjoying a Dogfish Head 60-minute IPA. Always tasty. I love that beer. And uh, I did have to go rando because I was doing the... Um, I was doing my Evan Ingram, er, Rod Gardner, er, Evan Gardner... Jack and Mexico, and I polished one off before the podcast, and then I needed to make a second one, and uh, I ran out of Jack, so I had Ooh. to do well. Was, <laughs> um, <laughs> ran out of Jack, and so what I had to do was uh, go ahead and uh, mix up Jack and some Captain Mo and the Coke. So I've got a hmm. rather robusto Captain Morgan, Jack Daniels, and Coke. Ooh. Mm. The true Evan Gardner. <laughs> spicy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The true Evan Gardner. It's, it's a little spicy, my friend. It's a, it's a wee bit spicy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might feel that a little bit in the morning, but that's okay. <laughs> it can be worse. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. True story. Yeah. Facts. But that's what I'm enjoying this fine night. Randy, what you got, bro? Well, courtesy of uh, MacGuffin here, I got the uh, Hardywood Love Potion. It's their, apparently their ninth anniversary ale. It is a uh, bourbon barrel Belgian quad. Ooh. And it is mighty tasty. I think this is probably one of the sweeter uh, beers I've had in terms of bourbon barrels. Mm. And I'm just like, damn, this, this should get me in trouble. I mean, I know it's 12.5%, but still, I'm, whew. It's the spot, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. There you go. McGuffin, what you got, bro? Well, double header tonight for me. Oh, um, double bro. dong. Double dong in it? <laughs> double bong in it? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, first... Back. Yes! <laughs> Woo. Uh, rolling, first of all, with the North Coast Brother Thelonious. Oh, which nice. is a nice little Belgian style Abbey. Mm-hmm. Uh, bought that right before we did number 300 at your house. Oh, I found it. We talking about practice. <laughs> there it is. Keep going McGuffin. And then uh, uh, second half of the double header, I'm rolling with the Hardywood gingerbread Porter. Nice. Great ass. Both of them 9%. So, Woo. Uh, <laughs> McGuffin's feeling great right I now. I bet you are. As you should. Yeah, man. It's no 12%, Randy, but oh. 
I was hanging up. I was I slowed down a little bit tonight. I'll, I'll save the uh, dragon's milk for another uh, uh, podcast. Another night, another night. I know I've got a couple of dragon's milks in the fridge. I might need to drink those up. Mm. That was a good choice on Saturday, considering we were trying to stay warm because we we brave we were brave in the weather for sure. In yeah, the garage. Amber said, "Well, if Randy's coming over, the garage is going to be open." So I brought. Uh, we have a a, a fire thing. Uh, with the uh, propane tank, so mm. I brought that down. Little fire pit action there, and, nice. and uh, had Good the garage call. open, and of course had the projection screen going. And me in shorts and a t-shirt, of course, dude. You're, you're <laughs> a freaking beast, dude. Like I'm like layered. I got I got sweats on. I got shirt. I got hoodie. I got a coat. I got gloves i got a freaking skull cap i'm i'm like just like it's like antarctica up in there and brandy's like fuck you i'm from syracuse (laughs) (laughs) once it it dropped into the 30s and got dark out i was like i think i'll wear my coat now yeah there you go (laughs) he did put on the coat but he still had shorts on so yeah 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 daytime no big deal once the uh once the sun's down man like yeah, it creeps up on you, and you're like, ah, all right, yeah. A little bit. Let me throw one more layer on. Why not? I hear it. All right, so okay. before we get too lost, man, oh. I got to ask you uh-huh. about the flowers you got for your wife oh, for, oh, oh, for yeah, her birthday story. Okay, week. so, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, of course, my kids are four and six, and, you know, we're, we're battling. You know, my four-year-old daughter likes to hold it. She don't like to go. Uh, she'll pee, no problem, but uh, she doesn't always like to, to drop the deuce. She don't like to let it go. <laughs> she don't like to let it go, right? So <clears throat> there was a point as as I was getting close to my, to Sarah's birthday, we were ha- we were joking around about you know potty stuff, and so Chloe made some comment about how she wanted to give you know mommy a poop and a, and a you know whatever blah 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 for her birthday, which I thought was really funny. So I ordered I had ordered some flowers, and I decided I'd go ahead and order some stupid you know gag gift kind of ornaments so i I got a glass blown toilet uh and a glass blown plunger like like christmas tree ornament and so on sarah's birthday of course the flowers haven't shown up it's in the morning i'm like "Ah, i will show up at some point today well one amazon package showed up i'm like okay logan here give this to mommy so she's like uh, why is why are you giving me a toilet ornament? And I'm just laughing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Sarah did not. And Logan's like, that's a terrible present. And I'm like, okay, thanks, kid. <laughs> uh, for the mouth of babes. So anyway, but only, only one thing had showed up. So then later in the day, another Amazon package shows up. And so, you know, I give it to Chloe to give to her. And, and it's a this sparkly glass plunger Christmas tree ornament. <laughs> and again, I think it's hilarious. Sarah's like, ugh. Thanks, thanks, Justin. Uh, and so, I'm like, well, don't you remember? You said you wanted me to involve the kids in some in some presents. And Chloe was talking about, you know, giving you a poop for your birthday. And I thought, here you go, because you know, sometimes she drops these massive things that clog up the toilet. So here's a toilet and a plunger. I thought it was funny. And I'm like, but there's more. And she's like, well, what do you mean there's more? I'm like, well, it hadn't shown up yet. We'll wait, see. There's more. Oh, wait, there's more. Uh, uh, so anywho, so uh, you know, I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, well, crap. Let me let me you know, check on the flowers, man. So I call them and they're like, well, we close at three. I'm like, oh my God, it's four o'clock. These flowers are not here. They close at three. Oh shit. 
So uh, I sent an email. I waited about 45 minutes after I, I uh, had left a, or I sent an email and then I called and I just said, look, I just want to make sure it's on route or coming. It, just, just let me know, you know, if you can. Because I ordered them, you know, before my wife's birthday to get delivered on my wife's birthday. It's not like I ordered them the same day. I ordered it ahead of time. And it was, an, I mean, it was like a $100 arrangement. I'm like, I need them to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they haven't shown up. I'm like, crap. So anyway, I go to PF, I go to pick up dinner, go to PF Chang's. And while I'm, the 20 minutes I'm gone to PF Chang's, grandpa, you know, flower delivery guy from Vogue shows up, delivers the flowers. I'm like, yes, hallelujah. Um, so I get back and there's flowers. I'm like, awesome well the rest of the stuff didn't show up till the next day but the next day that's okay so she got a toilet she got a plunger but she got her flowers and so the next day the box arrives and i give it to the kids to give to sarah and it is a set of plastic poops they are tree turd danglers and so one (laughs) one looks like the poop emoji one looks like just a, a random you know long turd like a plastic brown baseball bat with a little hanging thing, and and so the kids are dying. The kids are just, the kids are having a field day, and Sarah Sarah's like, she's not she's not particularly amused at this, um, but the kids are just having fun because they're pretending to poop. They're taking the plastic ornaments and you know, pretending they're poop, and they're just dropping them behind them like, oh, I pooped on the floor, and they're throwing poop. Oh no, no it's flying poop. You know they're ha- they're having a great time. So Sarah, found, you know, starts laughing about it, but she's like, you know, Justin, look. It's a good thing you got me flowers, because otherwise you would have been in a doghouse. And so I grab, you know, one of the plastic poops, and I'm like, "Don't you mean the log house?" <laughs> and I start <laughs> laughing and laughing, and again, she's not amused, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not impressed. She was not impressed, but I was thoroughly tickled over glass blown toilet plunger and the Christmas tree turd danglers and the 20 minutes of ridiculousness that ensued with my four four four-year-old and six-year-old pretending to poop with plastic poops was well worth the price of admission well worth it come on on. Shitter's full. Yeah, shitter's full. I mean, yeah. So, uh, uh, but the flowers. Oh lord! The, the, did you did you just not go? Oh, who, oh lord, what's again, her name? Cardi B. <laughs> Shardy B. Yeah, full Shardy B. Shardy B. I went full Shardy B. But mercifully, the flowers—white roses and uh, pink orchids and lilies—all that stuff—that got me out of the log house. It was muy importante. Muy importante. Yes. <laughs> muy importante, my friend. But had a to do bit. it. All right. Mm. D- All just right, so give let's... us a little shardy B before you start going on. Oh, you want shardy B? So at least not farticonda. I don't even. Know oh, that's what I was looking for. Was farticonda? I was, I was going to say. I think. I think shardy B was a spoof on the anaconda fart song. Anaconda fart remix. Yeah, there it is. Oh God. Oh, 
<laughs> I always remember. Oh yeah, this one. So glad we're still all around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, bye. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. All right. All right. Dude, I'm telling you, it's, yeah. it's so funny listening to Game of Thrones, like for, I guess, a third or fourth time at this point in mm-hmm. The Hound. I'm going, oh, that's the soundbite. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Fantastic. Guns. <laughs> Guns. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Uh, uh, tighten up a couple of thoughts. Um, again, you know, I'm happy for the Bills. I'm also happy for the Browns. Um, I, and I know we talked a little bit about Brown Steelers earlier, but I'm happy for the Browns fans. I, you know, enjoy it. I don't know how far that's going to go. Obviously, that's a pretty big challenge to play the Chiefs uh, this coming weekend. That's good. That's a that's a big ask. Uh, but to, to be able to whoop up on, you know, really your rivals like that, that was fantastic. Uh, I don't know what will happen with Big Bay going forward. Maybe he retires. Who knows? Crying on the bench with Pouncey at the end of that game. That's a tough L. But I'm happy for the Browns because that, that was a roller coaster to end the season. And that was a that was a wild ride, man. That was an absolutely wild ride. And, uh, you know, it, it's a weird year, man. Like, you had Juju doing the TikTok dance thing. That blew up in his face a little bit. And then you had him calling out the Browns, same old Browns, bunch of gray faces or whatever. That blew up in his face. You know, the, you would think teams would learn. Do not give don't, don't your, do their team don't ammo. Don't do it, man. Don't, don't give them shit for their locker so they can be like, see what don't this asshole it. said? We got to prove him wrong. Don't do it. Don't do it. But I love the I love the combo of, of Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And, you know, look, if the Browns are going to, Pull an upset, and I give them a shot. I mean, that, that, that Kansas City, you know, could certainly win the whole damn thing, not just this game, but you know, go on through and win the Super Bowl. No one's going to be shocked if Kansas City wins everything. But Kansas City's been playing with fire, man. They haven't really, you know, they haven't been laying, you know, the wood on teams and putting them out the pasture and just. Fin- I mean, they they've they've skated with a lot of teams and they've had some. Hasn't you know, there really been like a couple games this year where they've won by double digits? A lot of their games have been one score games. A, a lot of things year. have been fairly close. I'd have to, I'd have to pull the scoreboard, scoreboard to look back, but I mean they, they've they've been they've played a lot of tighter games than, than you would necessarily expect, and maybe some of that's teams rising up and giving them their best. Whatever you can, there's any number of reasons for what it is, but yeah, the Browns are playing good football, and they could do a lot of different things. And if they play an up game. You know they they could sneak they could they could get out of there with a W like straight up. Well, it, and I think a lot was going to depend on that defense because if Miles Garrett is pretty much in uh, Mahomes' lap all game long, which can happen, can happen given the fact that he is who he is, uh, yeah, that that would be one hell of a game, especially if if the Browns just r- have a little thunder and lightning going there and just run the shit out of the ball. Uh, I, I'm still surprised the line is 10. Here's the thing. The last time Kansas City won by two scores was November 1st. That was against the Jets. You know, and here, here's the games. Carolina, they won by two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders won by four. Mm-hmm. Bucks three. Denver, six. Miami, six. 
New Orleans three, Atlanta three, lost by seventeen to the Chargers, which they didn't give a shit about. Yeah, that they was already clinched that everything. End of the year, didn't care. So here's the thing: November first, they beat the Jet, they crushed the Jets. Week before that, they crushed the Broncos. Week before that, they beat Buffalo by nine. Mm-hmm. That those are the three games after the Raiders loss. Mm-hmm. So I like Cleveland plus ten in this game. Yeah. I'm very close to saying I love it, but I'm not saying it quite yet because I don't think Kansas City is going to make those same mistakes that the Pitts, that Pittsburgh made. Well, unlikely. Correct. <clears throat> but unlikely. I do like the Browns running game. Oh, their running game is great. Chubb is fantastic. Ch- uh, Chubb and Hunt together. Yeah. Um, and they're both dual threats, man. They're correct. both dual threats. Yeah, as evidenced by Chubb's, you know, touchdown reception and Hunt's, mm-hmm. you know, usually Hunt's catching the touchdowns and Chubb's running it in, but right. they reversed roles last week. Well, and you got to figure they're going to be a healthier team. They've got a hell of a lot of confidence after the way they handled their business against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. This is going to – now, granted, yes, Kansas City got the week off because of the number one seed, and they'll be refreshed. They'll be ready to go. But yeah, you, you can't sleep on you definitely can't sleep on the Browns. They've no. got so much talent on both sides of the ball. If Kansas City t- doesn't take them seriously, you're going to see another upset. Randy said ball. Yeah. Indeed I did. Well, how about that? Thanks for calling it out there, uh McGuff. I can I, I can always I'm just saying it cuz we called it out earlier. I didn't get the sound bite, so I'm trying well, to get it. Bloody freaking dog. <laughs> well, you know how Justin feels about that, Shannon. I know. He's just trying to find it at this point. <laughs> Hashtag. Fact. Oh, Shannon, you missed it. That would have been perfect for you to drop a, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess if it had been uh, Whitfield leading that in, we probably would have been able to hit that on cue. True, true story. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You said. But they are who we thought they balls. were. <laughs> I like how like multiple soundbites decided to play all of a sudden. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Balls. Balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good enough. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, I, look, let's finish the thought on that. I like the Chiefs to win that game. Don't get me wrong. I think the Browns certainly will. I would expect them to cover. Could the Chiefs blow them out? Yeah, I guess randomly it, it certainly could happen. They're capable of that. They just haven't really necessarily shown that. So I'm kind of curious what they look like after the week off. Uh, but I I like the Browns. I, they certainly have more than a puncher's chance. I think if they play if they play up with um, just what they can do, or, uh, particularly offensively. Uh, and look, if the Ra- if the Raiders can stick it to the the Chiefs, so can the Browns. And that yeah. would be that that would be a hoot. Let me tell you how how weird how insanely weird would it be given this past year if you had the Browns and the Bills, right? And then. And like it's the, so so twenty twenty. Like how bananas would that be? Oh my god! But I I, I give them a shot. You know I you know absolutely. I, I, I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't say like oh they'd win nine times out of ten. Look the Chiefs should win that the majority of the time. But I think the Browns keep it close, and uh, I think they have an opportunity <clears throat> to win this game late. I think they have an a absolute opportunity to win this game late. Just a matter of execution, and if Kansas City can keep pulling the old rabbit out of the hat. Um, I don't know that I want to take the Browns, but I think the Browns keep it close, respectable, and have an opportunity to win that game late. 
Uh, that I believe. But Kansas City should pull it out. As should Phillip Rivers at some point. Or Antonio Cromartie. But ah, I think... Oh, no. I think, I think the Chiefs pull it out. <laughs> but, but there's a part of me that wants to take Bruh. the Browns. There's a part of me that wants to take the Browns. <laughs> wow. That's 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 bold prognostication right there. You trying to take the Browns to the Super Bowl? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, as we all know, Mark will probably pick the Browns and pick them. Just of course because. he will. Of course he will. Um, and then you know, come Sunday night, he'll be like, "Oh, did anyone take the Browns?" They are, dude. Ooh, check, check, checks league. Yeah. Oh, just me. Just me. <laughs> just me. Uh, all right, let's let's shift. Oh, actually, uh, go ahead, uh, Shannon. Did you say you were taking the Chiefs? But what? But the Browns and then Randy. I I, I got the Chiefs winning the game, but uh-huh. I that that ten points. But using the Browns cover, g- give me Browns all day okay. long to cover that. Uh, Randy, what you have? So as much as I would love to see the Browns just hammer the shit out of the Chiefs mm-hmm. for obvious personal reasons. Uh, I feel like with that week's that extra week's rest uh, and Kansas City just probably getting healthy at the right time, I think they're probably going to beat the Browns' eye. But I do think it's going to be a lot closer than people are going to give it credit for. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's not going to be a very defensive game. Uh, it it might be banana. It, that that game could turn out to be totally bananas. Totally bananas. Well, so I'm taking the, the over. There you go. I did. I did see that the Browns on like long passes were one of the worst teams. So yeah, that that's that a, does that, not bode well for no, Tyree Kill. No, that's a dangerous setup with Hill and Kelsey, like flat out. That's a yeah. da- that's a dangerous combo. So, um, you know, you offset that by just keeping the you know, a little keep away, right? Or a lot of keep away with with Chubb and Hunt. So and they can do that. We'll see. Yes, they can. We'll see how that turns out. But I mean. As pillow soft as the Raiders' defense was, again, they got one of those. So, eh, we'll see. One of my, I, I will say, one of the other things that I, I, that cracked me up this week, uh, Ravens-Titans. And by the way, kudos Lamar Jackson for finally getting that playoff win. Uh, I know that's the old proverbial getting the monkey off the back, and it's good to see him get that done. Um, I'm surprised a little bit at, at just the way the Titans, I don't want to say collapsed, but just couldn't get it done. Uh, particularly with Derrick Henry. What did he have, like 40 yards? I mean, just atrocious. Yeah, it was uh, 18 rushes for 40 yeah. yards. But that, you, it was abysmal. That's tough. But, you know, you think back to that game against Green Bay, and the final score didn't tell you how much of a whooping Green Bay laid on them. And they and Derrick Henry wasn't a huge factor. I mean, he, yeah, he had, I think, he didn't break 100, but he was close. But it just, it felt like the stats, the yardage he got didn't matter. You know what I mean? And for Tennessee to be relevant, the yardage has to matter. And Derrick Henry, hell of a se- hell of a season, and he's been a beast against the Ravens. Well, yeah. not not today or not in that game. So Lamar Jackson gets his first playoff win. He ran for 136, passed for 179, had some great moments. But I <laughs> I cracked up a bit late in that game uh, when Marcus Peters got that interception. And, mm-hmm. and you can make an argument that, that maybe there was some <clears throat> some defensive you know pi up on there maybe, but the Ravens. Nah, I, I thought that was a good play. No, I, I hear you. I, I don't have I don't take issue with it. I know some people grumbled a little bit. Uh, I don't have an issue with it. No. Uh, what I thought playoff football. Yeah, correct. <clears throat> let him go, unless it's unless it's grotesque. It, it was not grotesque. You got you got in my him, opinion. Yeah, you got a little bump ground a little bit. 
but the Ravens celebrate by going out and stomping and, and trying to check the side on the on the uh, Titans logo. So they had a little salt out there for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people thought it was very petty, but but the the social media blow up and blowback on that was swift and righteous and very hilarious. Uh, but we'll see if that comes back to bite the Ravens in the ass. But Tennessee almost feels like they were a little bit fraudulent. You know, you know, I, it, 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 the fourth quarter, and I, I don't remember the time on the clock, but they had a fourth and two. Fourth and two from the 40. From the 40. Mm-hmm. And it was early to mid fourth quarter. And I was just like, oh, they got to go for this. It's two yards. You know, hit 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 Johnu Smith, the tight end for like a, a Dude, five yard end. You'll be fine. You got all you got Tannehill who can run. I know Derrick Henry hadn't done a lot, but they have enough options. They've been yeah, one of that two yards. It, it's two yards. You're at the forty. It's the playoffs, bro. Yeah, and you're like, down. Like, like it, it's no man's land. It's it's too long for the field goal. It, it's. Too short to punt. Like you gotta go for it at that point. Yeah, what did the punt net them? You know, twenty yards. It, it doesn't go matter. For it. Like it, it doesn't matter. But like it, it's do or die at that point. Like yes, <clears throat> that's a time where I'm like that. You you need to go for that. And you know, and there was a play in the Pittsburgh game as well. I want to say it was like a fourth and one. Mm-hmm where Tomlin, and it was around midfield, and Tomlin punted instead of, this is when Pittsburgh had the momentum going. Mm -hmm. They were within two scores, and it was like a fourth and one, fourth and two, and Pittsburgh punts instead of going for it, and I'm just sitting there like, you have all the momentum in the world at this point. Yes. Go. And you're punting. Go. Like, what the F? Like, what are you doing? And I said the same thing to Munchak. Like, like, dude, you have the opportunity here. You mean Vrabel? I'm, I'm sorry. Vrabel. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong mic. <laughs> um, Vrabel, like, dude, like, it's fourth and two. You, This is the season. You got to go. Like, you cannot give Lamar and this team ample opportunities. No. Like, I don't care if he hasn't won a playoff game. Like, you, you, you got to go for this. And, and he punts it. And I'm just like, you know, I, I've, it's like I felt during the Colts game. Mm-hmm. Like, just just don't shoot yourself in the foot. Like, it's it, yes, it sucks. You, you It's a seven-minute drive, and you're going to have to kick a field goal. But take the damn points. It, it ain't that bad. Fourth and two at the 40 when you have scored 13 points all day long, mm-hmm. you, you better go for it because you may not make it this far again. Well, it's just, you know, I know Vrabel talked about, um, you know, playing the field position and thinking they could stop them, but you're down. And quite frankly, Jackson has popped off for some pretty significant runs. I mean, that 48-yard touchdown run late oh, in the second quarter. Amazing. I mean, that was third and nine, bro, and he took the hell off. That was a thing of beauty. Right there. Second longest run by a quarterback in playoff history, by the way. Um, and then in the third quarter, you had Gus out, Edwards out there throwing blocks for Jackson. Uh, Dobbins uh, polished that one off with a touchdown. I just, you know, I that's one of those times where you go, 
I think uh, whether that was a uh, analytics or a gut, whatever directed them on that, uh, they, they whiffed on it. And again, some of that's a little rearview mirror. You know, you, you you react a little bit based on the outcome of the moment, but well, some of that's I, also a feel thing. And in the moment, it felt like that was not just a punt in the game; that was a punt on the game. You get what I'm that, saying? That, that Twitter was pretty much like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like, and on, and the people the people I follow on Twitter or that the sports brew, you know, we follow, yeah, are yeah, yeah, like legit NFL people. Like, I don't follow like some dipshit who's like, "Oh my God, what are you?" You know, like. Follow legit good football right. people, and I mean it was unanimous. Like th- that's one you gotta try to go for. I think like, it, the season's on the line. It's on the point. line, and that's that field position. You know, again, getting twenty yards out of the punt pff. when you needed two yards. Like yeah. again, a, a Johnu Smith curl will get you that first down. It's not. I mean, it's something. There's got to be more. I mean, Look, or, Tannehill, yeah. Henry, where's the confidence in what you can do? I mean, that almost felt like uh, the old dreaded vote of, like, the vote of confidence that's not. That's what that felt oh, like. Oh, God. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what that felt like. So, you know, again, kudos to the Ravens for getting that done. Clearly, the, you know, the Titans didn't hold up the defensive end of that bargain. And uh, old Tucker, yeah, I know he missed a 52-yarder, but uh, ended up banging through a – you know, a fifty-one, and I mean Tennessee's lucky he missed that one. Like that dude. Yeah, no, of course they are. Yeah, that, that dude's automatic is about as automatic as, as you it gets. Get. Yeah. So uh, and they, they were fortunate just to be within seven. Yeah, and uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, Tannehill's pass was tipped that time when it got picked by uh, Peters, but he also missed AJ Brown on the sideline streaking down with single coverage. Yep. You know, so Tennessee had opportunities and they whiffed. They whiffed. That's on them. And Derrick Henry, who I think is an incredible running back, man, longest gain of that game was eight yards. Eight yards, buddy. Baltimore a little slacked so, in, man. Yep. They they got it done. So uh, we'll see what they can do this coming weekend in the divisional. But uh, kudos to the Ravens well, on that. Here, here's the thing about the divisional. Mm-hmm. There is the opportunity for snow. Now, when you're talking about a snow game, what are you talking about? Running, running ball. game. Mm-hmm. Ravens running game greater than Bills running game. I'd say so, but... The Bills are built to play in the snow. Yeah, the, yeah see, that's the thing, man. Josh Josh Allen don't, you know, Honey Badger don't care. Josh Allen don't care, man. True, you know true I mean? story. I mean, if you're talking about arms in the snow, then Josh Allen greater than Lamar Jackson in the snow. Actually, Lamar Jackson was even uh, quoted today... They they asked him like if it's a snow game and he's like I've never played a no, game. Yeah, in the he's snow. never played in the snow. He said he said actually his first time seeing snow was when he was at Louisville. He said and the team got got to do a snowball fight. He said that's his only experience with snow. Mm. Well, that's an adjustment. It, it's, that's, it's a that, huge adjustment. That's, that's an adjustment. So they better hope to Gus Bus and Lamar Jackson. They better hope that they're effective on the ground and that defense steps up big time because I got to tell you. Uh, kudos to the Ravens for turning it around because they looked like they were a lost cause earlier in the season. But I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling the Ravens going in there and locking the Bills down and, and stealing that from them. I, I will say this: I, I like Buffalo to win that game, mm-hmm. but it won't shock me in the least if 
if Baltimore steals it. No, ba- Baltimore should give them a game. But it you know that's one of those things where if for whatever reason the Bills get up on them and like Lamar legit has to it just depends how he responds in the snow. But that's again if you're not if you're not used to cold weather games and snow weather games, that kind of stuff, man, it changes things. And the, I, the I love some I love some snow playoffs, man. Yeah, like, so do I, I. I think they said it's forty five percent chance. So yeah, it, it, it's less it than snow. half, but it's snow. That'll be great. That'll and be the great. wind as well. It. Yeah. The wind the wind's gonna be a factor, so you have to think about the kickers. Um you know, Justin Tucker, I th- I think I trust a little bit more oh, than Bass. Bass than Bass. Yeah. Bass has been a baller though. Yeah. Very true, he has. Kit, Kit, Kit's been doing his business. He's been handling his business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, asshole. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So, all right, I'm taking the Bills. I think the Ravens keep it close, and the Bills pull away late. But I'm, I'm taking Buffalo. Taking uh, Buffalo that's... at home, and I think they warm their hands up. I think they throw out those electric buildos, and they uh, warm their hands up as oh, necessary. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. The total for that game is 49 and a half. Uh-huh. I'll take the under. All Completely. right. I'll, I'll take the under for that game. And, and I'm with you guys. I think Buffalo wins the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's two and a half points. So the fact that no, most home teams get three points and Buffalo's at two and a half, which means a lot of money's going towards the Ravens at this point to cover. I, I, this season has just been just magical for Buffalo, and I, I think they keep it going. Yeah, I just I, really I, do. I, I, I'm not confident that the Ravens have an answer for Diggs and Allen. Uh, now, maybe, maybe Allen has a terrible game, and you know, again, you have to give kudos to the Ravens for the defense. You know, tighten those, it up. Those but, younger receivers are coming out, man. I know, I know. Allen's got a, as they say, a hand cannon. So. Yeah, you know, like wind. like if it, that wind, like they said, they're supposed to be about 15 mile an hour wind. Mm-hmm. Who's on where you trust him more, Josh Allen's Allen or Lamar Jackson? Allen. I mean, yeah, that's not, I'm not to say trusting Lamar, Josh Allen. I mean, Jackson's got a strong arm, but there's cold, there's strong arm, and there's bad weather strong arm. You know what I mean? They're different. Correct. They're different, particularly with accuracy. So, I think that 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 becomes a very big prove it to me game for the Ravens, and I, I don't know if that's one of those things where them beating the Titans was. Kind of like their proverbial, that was their Super Bowl. I, obviously, I know they want to go farther, but um, yeah, you know, beating beating the Titans was a big deal, and we'll just see if uh, you know how motivated they are and how well they can execute against the Bills. But I'm, I'm taking the Bills. What you got, Randy? Well, I'm definitely uh, taking the Bills. Uh, I feel like the Bills are the the best team that has a good shot at dropping Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that's looking ahead. Saying Kansas a little City, bit, but I feel like if you're looking at, you know, like Shannon is talking about going chalk, Bills in Kansas City, Bills definitely have the best the best chance of beating him. So I'm definitely gonna, I'm pulling for the Bills. I feel like defensively, especially if it's a bad weather game, I feel like that team is built better and probably gonna be a, a little more seasoned in the snow than what mm. Baltimore would be. So, plus I feel like that defense they've got the speed to go side to side, you know, sideline to sideline to mm-hmm. you know, track down Jackson. So it really is going to boil down to what the Ravens defense can do in terms of bottling up like digs and, you know, slowing Allen down in terms of the running game, him running the football mm-hmm. as well. But like Shannon said, these young receivers are starting to pick it up. You got Cole Beasley still playing extremely well. Oh, he's fantastic. 
He's a he's a great slot guy. He's so. not he's not 100 healthy, but he's fantastic for them this year. So yeah, I, I've got I got to give it to I got to give it the Bills. I got to right. give it to them. Fair enough. Right. You know, as always, you got to settle settle it on the field. But I'm not I'm not feeling the Ravens upset. So and hopefully I, I don't uh, exit out of this weekend disappointed. So let there be some tree turd danglers and some bildos. <laughs> go bills <laughs> all right uh a couple of quick thoughts on uh uh ram seahawks was uh not surprisingly you know they had a lot of defense and a lot of struggles and a lot of beat beating up on each other uh russell wilson by the way sacked five times 11 of 27 passing that's a, that's a little rough uh you knew there was gonna be some rough and tumble in this game john walford got the start got knocked out of the game on a hard hit by jamal adams uh out with the neck injury uh, Aaron Donald, of course, his normal beastly self, but he did, uh, he, you know, what did he tear some cartilage with his ribs? So we'll see if that impacts him at all this week. Although I guess they can give him enough shots that he's not going to care. But kudos to the Rams uh, for dealing with their quarterback situation and for Goff, who I don't, he has his moments, but, you know, Cup made a great catch. They had some fantastic defensive plays. That pick six on that wide receiver screen from Wilson to DK Metcalf that when Darius Williams jumped that picked it off and ran it that was ridiculous by the way Um, that was perfectly scouted that that was an incredible defensive play amazing incredible defensive play and it was clean you know what I mean he he like he went right through there took it and just ran off man absolutely ridiculous uh I, I don't know quite how to explain what happened with the erratic and inconsistent uh, Seahawks team, Randy. I know this doesn't break your heart in any capacity to see the Seahawks take it in the chair. Yep. Of course not. But you have to feel like good for the Rams, and that's a really disappointing end for the Seahawks. For what Russell Wilson seemed to be at the beginning of the season, for what that team, you know, making the trade and then their defense getting better, just didn't didn't pan out. Man, has, yeah, had, had Russell some moments, but. That Russ was not cooking in that. I mean, it, it obviously had a bomb to DK Metcalf, but he, they weren't cooking on offense in that game, bro. Nah, and they weren't cooking much of the second half of the season. And I guess, I guess now we know why Russ hasn't gotten an MVP, MVP vote because he's not going to get one this year. No. Um, no. Like October, yeah, he would have gotten a few. A few. December, January? No, not so much. Not so much. So, yeah, that definitely had to be one of the worst offensive performances I could honest in terms of like protecting Bro. Wilson and also the, the mistakes he made. No, mistakes he normally doesn't, normally doesn't make. Yep, eleven of twenty-seven. Like that. That that's just heinous. putrid. Heinous. Oh, heinous. And in this day and age of football, like. No, it should have been at least twenty one to twenty seven. But well, they needed more, they needed more than what they got. Some of that's bad throws. Some of it's bad decisions. Some of it's bad execution. Some of it's just a credit to the Rams defense. Well, and the I'm, fact that it's the third time the Rams played right. the Seahawks, you're, you're talking about that familiarity there. Mm-hmm. The and the way they were running that football was they were just cramming it down the Seahawks' throat, saying "Stop us, stop the run!" I dare you. I, I will give props to Whitfield. On uh, the Cam Akers call, you know, he told us all uh, that Cam Akers would have a big game, and we were kind of like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And he did. And he did, man. He, he, did. he delivered. So, 
you know, props to uh, Whitfield and to Cam Akers. And, uh, Akers rushed for 131 yards and a touchdown, buddy. Hope you enjoyed it. Yep. Um, you're going to lose this week to Green Bay. But, I hope you know. so. McVay, by the way, is 36-0 when leading at halftime. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully they're not leading at the half in Green Bay. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, what does worry me a smidge with Green Bay is some of the struggles they've had with teams that have these good you know, defensive fronts. Uh, if anything's going to keep the Rams in the game, it's going to be the defense. I don't know how much you can trust uh, Goff and his, you know, fat hand, his big head, you know, <laughs> his gigantic swollen thumb. <laughs> um, thank God he's not a proctologist with mitts like that, I guess, these days. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're finding a, a new one. <laughs> there, there's a taint aid for that. Yeah, there is a taint aid for that. Um, Go ahead, Randy. Say it. No, not. I already said it earlier. You, he did. you got one. You got one. You got one. Damn it. Man, Shannon wants another, but um, that's what she said. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but in between the the injuries and some other things, look, man, the Rams are they're going to battle them, and the defensive front could be an issue. But I'd I'd like to believe that Green Bay, the way they're playing, getting them up in at Lambeau in some cold. We'll see if we have any weather you know issues but if nothing else at lambo in the cold we'll see how the rams fare in that but they're they're not healthy and i just unless that defense is absolutely outstanding and gets all over aaron Rodgers, i don't see it man and i know that some of that's a fan bias because i want the packers to win but uh, the rams are gonna have to just it's gonna have to be an incredible defensive day and they're going to have to be able to run the ball like mofos, dude, and just truck them. And uh, I'm not con- I'm not confident the Rams could. It's one thing it's one thing if it ends up being like the you know the Bucks and the Packers and the Bucks get them because uh, they of course they got them earlier in the season, but I'm I'm not convinced that the the Rams have enough juice offensively. You know, even if the defense keeps it tight, I'm I'm not convinced the Rams have enough juice on the offensive side of the ball to to steal that. But who knows? I didn't think they'd, they'd beat Seattle, and they certainly handled their business there. So, possible. I don't think it's probable. So, I will take Green Bay. Shannon, you already said you're taking the Packers. Yeah, I'll take the Randy, Packers. Randy, what you got? Well, I said this to Shannon uh, once we found, once we saw who was playing who, and I said this is the worst matchup the Packers could have gotten. Mm-hmm. They would have had an easier chance of beating Seattle than beating the Rams because of the way the defense was playing. Mm-hmm. I feel like without Bakhtiari and the way that pass rush from the Rams can get to the quarterback on top of the fact that Jalen Ramsey is playing lights out, lights out, that that they, they pose the biggest threat right now to the Packers. And I feel like if they actually are able to capable of running the football against them and the defense does what it's been doing, I'm, I'm actually going to go out on a limb and I'm going to, and, and, you know how this is not exactly easy for me because I don't like the Rams. I know. But I'm, but I'm actually taking the Rams this weekend. Ooh, look at you. Bold choice. Man, I can't wait for you to, uh, you know, pat yourself on the back if the Rams happen to win. Don't hurt yourself. If the Rams win, uh, it's I'll be like, well, that they did exactly what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. They can. I mean, the, the, the Rams are a tough team. They're, they're going to make them earn it. Uh, I just, you know, I, I would be very surprised. I won't be surprised if it's a close game, but I will be surprised if the Rams are able to 
lock them down and put enough points on the board to 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 win. If they do, man, good on them, man. But uh, I'm not I'm not feeling it. I don't want it, and I'm not feeling it. And Lord knows, Whitfield should have delivered that line. <laughs> just, just saying <laughs> that's dirty we love you bro <laughs> anyway oh seattle oh russell wilson atrocious just atrocious all right uh we have a couple other things to finish up and then we need to get the hell out of here all right <laughs> almost called the redskins washington washington tampa bay the bucks the bucks and 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 the whiffs man by the way, I, I did love Chase Young's and really the enthusiasm for the game and going against Tom Brady. That was fun. I can't say that the defense really delivered particularly well in that game. For all the talk about the the whiffs defense and the defensive line, that was a lesson. That was a lesson from a quarterback that was like, Nope, you're not getting to me. <laughs> you're not hitting me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That 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 was the old uh teacher and the student yeah. uh and the teacher saying, slow down, young man. Yeah. I, I, I said the, last week, I, I didn't expect the, the whiffs to beat the Bucks. I thought they'd give them a good game, which they did. And I thought they'd have some opportunities, which they did. And, you know, Heineke, the, the weekend had a lot of surprises. And then one, of course, Trubisky is MVP. I mean, I don't know how you top that one. <laughs> um, but I, but you know, Heineke really the feel of the weekend of wildcard weekend, that was a great story. And it felt like he was the, and maybe it's just a flash in the pan. You don't know what his NFL future holds. Maybe it's just a one game thing that, that happens plenty. Um, I mean, hell Matt Flynn lit somebody up, right? So, uh, you don't know what his NFL future holds, but Heineke to me felt like the, the breakout star of the weekend. It was enjoyable. It was fun. And, you know, it's weird to think that the whiffs actually kind of had a root for me, pull for me kind of vibe going on, but they did. Some of that was the, is Alex Smith. And it's a shame he wasn't able to play, but Heineke did an incredible job. He did a great yeah. job. And Tony, like, I can't tell you the last time I heard Tony Dungy gushing that much about somebody in a broadcast. <laughs> Holy uh, Toledo. I'll, t- I'll tell you, man, like, Twitter, the, the people we follow were just like, you know, in that third quarter, early fourth, they're like, I hope Heineke gets out there because, like, I hope he has a chance. Like, you know, I mean, you know Tom Brady's more than likely going to win the game. Yes. He's the GOAT. He's, I guess this is what, his 31st playoff victory, which is absurd. It's completely ridiculous. But, like, you're rooting for Heineke just, A, because he's undrafted free agent. Taylor Heineke and, proved he belongs. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, he did. Taylor Heineke did prove he belongs. He belongs in a roster. He belongs in a roster. And, and, and I hope Washington gives him that opportunity next year. They have to. In training camp. They, they have to. You, you kind of have to. They have to. Because, I mean, like when he got, oh my God, that, that touchdown run was amazing. In the in the third quarter, like when he supermaned out for the touchdown from like the four yard line, dude, that was a long, <laughs> that was a long ass dive there for a quarterback. Yo, he sold out for that. He sold his soul for that, mm-hmm. and you know he got rewarded. But of course, you know the shoulder, whatever they did in the locker room to get that right, 
so he could get back out there and <laughs> tape them up, man. Tape them, tape, tape them up, do whatever you got to do. I love, I loved it, man. I, I love the competitive juice coming from him. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, I, I, go ahead. I will say this. I was going to say, I think Washington, I don't know if he's your quarterback next year, but you got to bring him to training camp. Yes. He, um, he, he, I, he needs to at least get a thank you contract for coming in and bailing out some uh, balling out and bailing out some of the back end of this year. So I think he deserves a little gloss on the, on the paycheck just for that. Now, again, it might be a flash in the pan. It may be a one-time thing. Who knows? Correct. Correct. But that guy watching <clears> him in a couple of games, he, he does have a, just, and some of this might be just the reality of having to watch Dwayne fucking Haskins for part of the year. Uh, but Heineke just felt like he had a much better feel for the game. Timing, pocket presence, moving around, es- the old proverbial escapability, throwing people open, throwing with anticipation, throwing with timing. You know what I mean? Like, he just, there were throws he made that you're like, damn, that was a good throw, dude. And he did it not once, not twice, not three times. He did it, he did it a <laughs> lot, you know? So to me, he clearly understands the offense and the concepts they want him to execute. And he was able to do it. He threw some passes where yet you had to be like, that was an instant decision. It was timing. He had some precision. I mean, there was just, they were good. There were money throws, dude. They were clutch. They were money. Again, maybe it's a one game thing, but you got to give that guy a chance to compete at camp. I know he looked when he was up against Tom, Standing beside Tom Brady, man, he looked small. <laughs> Brady's a big dude. He's not like like Big Ben is big and thick. Whoa, uh, but Brady Brady's hey a big, <laughs> Brady's a big guy. Heineke looked pretty compact, but you know we can't talk about Tom Brady without talking about Drew Brees, right? So yep. just because or Russell Wilson, just because you're not six three. And the, you know, whatever prototypical size doesn't mean you can't play. Heineke looks like he can play. Now, the, can he stay healthy? I don't know. He does have a little bit of some injury baggage history with him. But that play, third and five from the eight, when he takes that snap and drops back, he's scrambling around, avoiding the D, dropping shake and bake on people, gets away from him around the 20, and it takes off and delivers that dive for the, for the pylon. That was a thing of beauty. That was a thing of beauty. Uh, I love Chase Young coming up there, pointing at Heineke's name on the back. There's something. There's something. There's something about inspiring your teammates and some confidence in who you are and what you can do. That guy clearly is able to do that, at least in this small sample size. To me, they don't have an entrenched you know, like starter. You know, they got Kyle Allen. Maybe Alex Smith is back next year. Maybe. And even if he wants to be, they might cut him for contract reasons. Love the story. Absolutely comeback player of the year. Thank you, Alex Smith, for everything you did. Clearly not a, a long-term answer. So they need they need somebody else to be able to step up. And if that's Kyle Allen, great. But if it's Heineke, oh, man, the beer man delivering that story, oh, that would be fantastic as hell. I will say, I know we talked about um, some plays where you're like, wait a second. One of the ones in this particular game, and th- there were some, they, they let them go. There were definitely some hands on the face at times with the uh, Bucks O-line getting all up in some of the defenders. But again, playoff football, I like to I like to let, to see that the refs let them really play a little bit more 
I don't want ticky tacky. Don't want ticky tacky. Okay. Let them go. Let them play. They've earned that at the time of the year to do that. But there was, there was definitely some moments where you're like, huh? And I don't know if maybe it's a smidge of a makeup call. I'm not sure, but you had, you had that one throw from Heineke to Sims in the corner of the end zone. And it, you know, some people called it a bobble. And so they ended up reviewing it. Um, the touchdown did stand. I think that got on the, I want to say 31 to 23. I might be wrong about that, but that was a, that was a, you know, a critical score. But later in the game, when the Bucks were up and that what yeah, 31, 23, cause they, they ended up being down by eight later in the game, when they have a real crack at this thing and you're like, man, that, what a hell of a story that would be. Heineke did rally him up and then drive him down the field and McKissick, he hits McKissick and I thought it was a catch, bro. I thought it was a catch and they ended up reviewing it and they wiped that thing out and it really put the whiffs in a bind. He got sacked on third down, then it's fourth and 21 and he heaved a, you know, heaved a deep down the sideline to Logan Thomas. Couldn't quite bring that in, but that McKissick, that McKissick nine catch catch, man, that was rough. That was rough. Now that was when Washington had zero timeouts. Yeah. And, and couldn't challenge. Correct. Because originally it was a catch, and then they rolled it mm-hmm. incompletion. Yep, which which put them like it just essentially screwed them. It did. Well, I mean, it it totally changes the nature of the next couple of plays. I mean, he did get sacked on third down, right? And fourth and twenty one is a wing and a prayer kind of scenario anyway. But the McKissick not catch catch really hurt. And again, I don't know. Maybe that's one of those things where like, well, you know, you sort of got away with that one with Sims. You know, eh. Not that that's how I feel, but maybe that's how some people looked at it. But, you know, again, some there's it's one of those things where you go, mm, what's the it's better just, what's the what's the better story? Brady against Breeze again? Of course it is. Of course. Of course but it is. In, in in that respect though, I would have just said, you know, go with the original call yeah if nothing else they call because it a- tampa can challenge it right washington can't correct and if you think he caught it why overturn it right if that was your original thought that he caught it then don't overturn it felt like a catch to me and we had a little bit of a sports brew chat and i to me it make tampa bay challenge that Yes, that just had that had a weird deal. I don't me per and again. I've got some fan bias, so, but I admit that. But that to me felt like a catch, uh, and they got a little bit hosed. But I also acknowledge that I didn't what? expect them to win. And Tampa Bay is the, is arguably the much more critical story because it sets up to get Brady Breeze, and if the Bucks win, or even if the Saints win, but then you get Brady or Breeze potentially against Aaron Rodgers. Those are all fantastic storylines. The other thing that's funny is to think about how young all the quarterbacks are in the AFC and how old most of the quarterbacks are in the NFC. Yeah. Other than Jared Goff. Rodgers is what, 37? Yeah. Obviously, yep. you know, Breeze and, you know, Brady are old. So, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, I can remember watching Breeze and Brady – at my house in college, like at my parents' house in college. Well, like, N- Nut Sudfeld, you know, hadn't even fathered Deestat yet. I'm just kidding. 
Oh no! <laughs> oh, Damn, bruh. George George Bland George Bland says, "Hold my beer, man." Um, but he doesn't say that often because he's probably drunk it by that time. Yeah, hold my beer glass. Good God! Yeah, but look, Heineke was a great story. I hope that continues. I'd love it if you know that that is the launch point for him. To, and he should be on an NFL roster, period. He de- he deserves a legit opportunity. I think it's clear one of the things that's being held against that guy is his size. Yep. You know, and uh, there was an article floating around where he said, um, <laughs> uh, my trainer, I love this quote from this article, when my <laughs> trainer introduces me to people as an NFL quarterback, they say, no, he's not. He's like 5'10 and looks a buck 70. And... You know, Heineke said, actually, I have to go and prove myself to everybody out there. Right? Yeah. Well, he didn't have anything to lose, and he did prove himself out there. And if you're a gamer and you have the it factor, whatever that is, then you can ball. Either you can ball or you can't ball. You know what I'm saying? Either you can play or you can't. And size matters. But, I mean, here we're talking about, like, we we didn't get a chance talking much about the CFP, and it's late enough. We're not going to spend a lot of time with that. But... You know, what happened in the CFP, or excuse me, the, the championship game, you know what that was? That was the Slim Reaper out there taking the Buckeyes to the woodshed. Mac, the Slim Reaper. Mac, jo- <laughs> Mac Jones, right? Najee Harris and the Slim Reaper slaughtering the Buckeyes. Devonta Smith. Yeah. Incredible. Devonta Smith, incredible. And that was first half. Yes. He did all his damage in the first half. Like, he said, all them records in the first half. Like, he had, I, I, I guess he ended up breaking a hand or a finger or something in the second half, which is why he didn't come back. 215 yards, three touchdowns in the first Bruh. half. The sli- uh, Bro, I'm telling you, the Slim Bruh. Reaper. Bruh. The Slim Reaper. Bruh. And he made them look silly. He did. Just like he did every other defense this year. I, I mean, fifty-two to twenty-four, Alabama beaten down Ohio State. Now I have no love loss for Ohio State. <laughs> no. Justin Fields, by the way, a buck ninety-four, one touchdown. Obviously, a far cry from the beatdown performance they dropped on Clemson. Although, you know, I, I don't think Fields was totally healthy. You know, I mean, it's, so it's, it, it, that was a, that was a tough deal for Ohio State, and I think they, you know, they kept it reasonably tight for a while. But that that's just too much Bama, too much, too much Slim Reaper, too much Bama, just too much, man. So so check this out. Mm-hmm. So when Waddle went down against Tennessee, mm-hmm. the games after that, this is Devontae Smith. Next game, Mississippi State, eleven for two hundred three and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, nine for one forty four and two touchdowns. <sighs> Auburn. Seven for 171 and two touchdowns. Filthy. LSU, eight for 231 and three touchdowns. Filthy. Now, here, here's the outlier. Arkansas, he had three for 22. Mm-hmm. Now, Alabama in this game, because it wasn't needed, because uh, they had already clinched. But they had 200 yards rushing and six rushing touchdowns in that game. So that was a rushing game where they just said, Devonta, we love you. We don't need you in this game. 
Yeah. You get the to the SEC championship against Florida, 15 for 184 and two touchdowns. Bruh. Notre Dame, seven for 130 and three touchdowns. Like that guy is this, just watching that guy on the field, man, he's deceptive. But he's just he he he's a great route runner. And they put him in position, like they put him in the slot. They put him on the outside. Like they're constantly moving him around, putting mm-hmm. him in the best position possible. He's a playmaker, dude. Yeah. And you want he- you want to leverage that? Clearly, they know how to leverage that. I mean, Sark did a good job. They did a good job putting Smith in positions to be successful. And kudos to Mac Jones, by the way, who doesn't get a ton of gloss, but 464 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, obviously. Yeah. That's a hell of a game. Hell of a game. And Najee Hatman, I don't think anybody knew how to tackle damn Najee Harris. <laughs> I mean, Not a lot of teams do, man. No, Kid, man. Kid's a beast. And uh, it feels like he's been there for like seven years. Yeah. With all the running backs, like he, he, he gets in and then like five star comes in. Uh, okay. And he's in and another guy comes in. Yeah. It's, it's Fun rando factoid. The last seven years, man, Alabama's record versus the SEC, 59-5. and five. <clears throat> Last seven years, Ohio State versus the Big Ten, 59-4. So you want to hear, like, an even better, like, I'd crazier stat than that? What you got for me? Every Nick Saban recruit since he's been at Alabama has won a national title. That's incredible. Well, he's batting 500, dude. He's batting 500. Six out of the last 12, he's won. Hey, what the hell? He knows what he's doing. I know. I mean, I, I don't know what you do with, in, in college football other than expand the playoffs. And yeah, they, and and they, and we, we, we talked about that. Uh-huh. Like, this, if there were ever a season to just see what it looked like, this was say, it. Hey, hey, guys, you know. Ohio State only played this many games, so we think we're we're gonna expand it to eight just for this season. You know, quote unquote, eight just for this season. Just for the season. That, that this would have been the season to do it. And, and just 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 see where where the chips landed. They they got the four teams that they would have wanted. I mean, let's be honest. Alabama, Clemson. Ohio State, Notre Dame, all money makers. If there were four teams you wanted to make the playoffs, if you're the NCAA, God forbid, those are the four you want to make the playoff. Yeah. Because those are your four biggest money makers that you would want. Hey, you know, the outlier there, Oklahoma would make you a lot of money. Uh, Texas A&M would probably make you a lot of money as well because they were just right there as well. Yeah. But you know, I, I I would have loved to have seen an eighteen playoff this season. We we talked about it at least six, man. But yeah, I'd... yeah, a number of weeks ago we talked about just expanding it. Um, who was it? Cincinnati was in there. Yep. Uh, BYU. We had talked about it at one point. Uh, Coastal Carolina. You know, just it's not necessarily that I think Alabama would lose in an expanded mm-hmm. CFP. But no, I oh think God, what, no, not with the way they're no. playing. But what does happen is it gives, it kind of 
opens the door a little bit more for a, a couple of other teams to be like, yeah, man, we're competing for that. We're in the we're in the you know we're in the playoffs. We're in that conversation, and yeah. I think that's going to be important. I, I've seen lots of weird things that people think that you know they need to do to try to address the the statement thing. Look, dude, he recruit he's a recruiting machine, and they get you know what I mean. Like he's so entrenched and established. How many players is like, yeah, I'm, I just want to go play for Nick. I mean, you can think, you know what I mean? It, whether you like his style or not is irrelevant. I mean, six out of 12, seven total. He gets guys to the league. And, and yeah, he gets guys to the NFL, man. I mean, you that's the... That, he checks that, all the boxes. That That's the be-all end-all right there. Like, as, like people are like, why do, why do kids keep going to Kentucky? Cal, at this point, if you count all the contracts together... Mm-hmm. Over a billion, almost two billion in contracts. Like, I'm sorry, but for the for these kids, that's the be all end all is to get yeah. that contract. It is. And enjoy your college time, but get to the league and get going and, and get paid. You know, and, and people go, why, why do they still go to college? Why do you go to college to get a good paying job Mm -hmm. that's why you go to college guess what if you go play for nick saban you're gonna get a good paying job more than likely you go to kentucky you're gonna get a good paying job more than likely you go to duke you go to syracuse you're gonna get a good paying job more than likely like that's the whole point of college Sorry to shatter your glass ceiling, but that's the point. <laughs> You're not you. wrong. Thank you, McGuffin. Just saying, man. Like, damn. Like, people want to, like, crush these college coaches, and they're, like, just doing my job? I mean, what the fuck else you want me to do? Like, uh, I play the second and third stringers when it's just too much of a lead. Well, who do you think's coaching here? Doug Peterson? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nut <I'll> Sudfeld? <laughs> if it was Peterson, it'd be the practice squad. <laughs> Dude, hit that P Diddy and uh, hit, hit that up, man. Turn that up. There you go. <laughs> oh, I bet Taylor Heineke wants some more money, more problems. I, just, I, I, I deserve to be in this league a little longer, he said. Yeah, you do. Again. Uh, I, I hope he gets the shot, man. After that diving touchdown, man, I love Chase Young going point on his name, a point at his nameplate, man. Re- game recognizes game. He's got some game. I'm not saying he's going to stick. I'm not saying he's a starter, but he deserves a crack at it. Uh, I love McLaren saying, I'll take number four on my team any day of the week, twice on Sunday. I hope we're teammates in the future. That dude plays with no fear. He's going to give his players a chance to make plays. He extends plays. He runs. He takes hits. He does everything you ask a quarterback to do in this league. He gives us a chance. You know, when you're in a playoff game and that dude balled out the way he balled out, you earned respect. Yep. And if you're Washington and you don't bring him in, you fucked up. Mm. They've they've effed up enough. And and I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. I really believe Alex Smith retires. I, I very likely. On, I, I I think it's very likely. Look, he, he 
had the injury. He went through all the rehab. We've seen the documentary. We've seen the pictures of what that man went through. God, the pictures of that leg, man. He Ooh. helped them win the division. Yeah. You know, the calf strain, they're not going to say it's a, it's a product of that, but I, I think we all kind of agree it probably is a product of what happened. Of course it is. God. You know, so much love and respect to that dude for going with he what it, what he went through to just to get back onto the field um we all never thought he would get back there just 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 early on and seeing what he went through mm-hmm. you know we all just hoped he walked again and the, the fact that he got back on and helped his team win a division title fantastic it, it's just amazing fantastic and it's fantastic, as you say, Captain. But I'm I'm just gonna say this: yeah. just just walk away while you have the opportunity to enjoy your family and call it a day, man. He he put a stamp on you know if this is the end of his career, he put a great stamp on it. I mean, obviously, it would have been it would have been great to see him get a ring in his career. Um, it's not gonna happen and. Washington, no. obviously, uh, no. he, if if he can play somewhere as a backup and you know pick pick the right place to be the backup for a year or two, maybe he can get a ring that way. Whether that's Kansas City, which I'm sure he would be willing to go, you know, uh, be a backup in KC. I don't know. You think about some of the 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 teams that would use a nice quality quarterback uh, in the in the, in the quarterback room, if nothing else. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll want to be a quarterback coach. Who knows what what the future has for that guy? But definitely. Go home and play with the kids for a while, man. Just enjoy being a dad, enjoy the family, and, and enjoy being able to move. And it, he, he did a, an incredible thing, a great job. All kinds of football respect for that. So, you know, it's hard to imagine that he'll play again next year, but it was hard to imagine him playing at all. So we'll see Correct. what he does. I just it, It's hard to think that if he, couldn't, if he couldn't make it through the season this year, it's hard to think that he can make it through a season next year. You know what I mean? He clearly has some limitations because of uh, the leg, and everybody knows that. And I, I love the story. And uh, if he's determined to play, he'll be he'll be somewhere. I yeah. don't know if that will be Washington, not at his current price. You know, if he's going to be back and going to be there, he's probably just going to have to be cheaper. If he's willing to do that, then more power to him because it's probably the Kyle Allen Heineke. Beer Man show and then Alex Smith, you know, along for some spot duty, you know, maybe. But um, Heineke, great story. Alex Smith, great story. Um, not the end, obviously, that Wift fans wanted, but uh, uh, we'll see what the offseason holds and we will revisit that. We do need to call our shots for Saints and Bucks. Shannon, uh, you want to take that one first? Yeah. We got, we got Saints, Bucks, and Rams, Packers. All right. First off, Packers. I'll take Aaron Rodgers um, over Jared Goff. Saints, Bucks. You know, I, I feel like I'm defying gravity at this point, but I'll, I'll take Drew Brees just because. Ooh. All right. So you I think, think you, you think- I, I, th- I think he'll do just enough, and I think that Saints defense is just light years ahead of the Bucks defense. All right. Three game sweep, huh? 
Yeah, I think all, all home teams sleep this week. I've got uh, the Chiefs winning. I got Buffalo winning. I got the Packers winning. You know, I got New Orleans winning. I'm going all chalk. Um, it, it, it's boring as hell to pick all chalk, but yep. I, 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 the way New Orleans has handled Tampa this year, I, I get that Antonio Brown's um, better at this point, yes. but. Drew Brees, the way he played last week is is not going to be the way he plays this week. Yeah, we'll see. I I, I got to tell you, man. There's a part of me. I know. I know Whitfield wants uh, wants the Saints, not the Bucks. But I think the Packers beat the Rams. I believe that. And I don't know, man. I I want Brady. I want Brady Rogers, dude. I want Brady Rogers, man. Up in Green Bay, two cold. That'd be amazing. Two cold weather quarterbacks. Dude, I think that would be great. That's what I want. And, uh, you know, I'm not hating on Drew Brees at all, you know. But give, give me old man Brady. Uh, just for, if nothing else, just for Lindy. Christ almighty. How great would it be? <laughs> Brady Brady and Rogers up in Green Bay. You know, I think that would be fantastic. I mean, man. listen, I'm just going to say this now. <laughs> if Brady wins next week, and we got to check a schedule. But we got to have Lindy and Whitfield in here to match wits. Oh, God. You mean match shits? Well, I mean, nice. if, we're, if we're matching wits, uh, we, we know Lindy's going to win win that battle. I mean, <laughs> the, the final battle will be between captain and lindy i mean uh, you two are just ridiculous well i mean in your wits but brady's got all all the stuff i mean he's got all the stuff he's got all the bling he's got all the rings he's got all the metrics he's got all the numbers i mean it's just what, what are you gonna do he, I, i'm just looking for an excuse to get lindy no i hear you we, we can do that but we're obviously gonna have to shift the schedule because i think he goes to bed like at nine he goes to bed <laughs> i did see that he, he, he goes to bed at the same time tom brady does like 9 p.m man. hey you know what? what since next week the games are both on sunday maybe we could do a freestyle friday next week hmm maybe quite possibly never know just, just saying, you well, know. Yeah, yeah, I know. The only thing is, it always intrudes into the weekend with the fam. That's the only thing that's t- that's tough about that, brother. But we, I, we, we, I, we, I, we I would say you tell the kids to sleep in, but they're they're still di- single digits, so that's yeah, impossible. No. <laughs> they're gonna, if I tell them to sleep in, they're probably going to take the tree turd danglers and throw them at me while I'm asleep in the <laughs> bedroom. I'm probably going to wake up with a rando like four pieces of plastic poop on me. Bruh. What's new? <laughs> what, what's new? No big deal. All right, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, give give me the Bucks, man. Give me the Bucks because, quite honestly, I think Bucks Packers will be a better cold weather game uh, than Saints Green Bay. I just mm. do. Give give okay. me and and I would love uh, I would love the Packers to get a chance to redeem themselves for that whooping that the Bucks laid on them earlier this year. And quite frankly, if Brady goes up to Lambeau and beats you know beats the Packers up there, then I don't, I don't know how much crowing any any Packers or Rodgers fan can say about old man Brady at that point. Uh, none. You, just, you, you got you got nothing. The you, fact that he would win a road playoff game yeah. at Lambeau. You got nothing. You got nothing. And uh, I love that line. Um, I think it was on SVP, and, he, and uh, when they beat the Wifts, that was like the seventeenth different playoff team. Or different team that Brady has beat.
beaten in the playoffs. You know what I mean? And like, I believe it. Yeah. Montana has like, that was the 17th team that Brady has beaten. And Joe Montana, Lord knows, I think Montana is fantastic and it's a different era, but he has 16 playoff wins, right? (laughs) Brady beat a 17th team. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So many, so many records, so many metrics, and, and I don't, and I, you know, I wasn't sure what what this year was going to be like for him in Tampa Bay, but I think he's got another year. I think Rivers has another year. I think Brady has another year. I'm not sure about Big Ben, um, but get give me give me Bucks, give me give, give me Bucks Packers, and give me Bills, give me Bills it's- Chiefs. Although Bills Browns would be fantastically 2020. That would be righteously awesome. <laughs> That'd be righteously awesome. Anyway, we need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Randy, uh, call your shots. As much as I would like to see uh, the Bucks take it, I'm actually going to go Saints mm-hmm. uh, just because I feel like there's there's something about the Saints that seems to, I, I wouldn't say confuse, but just there's something about that defense the way they, and the way they play the Bucks. It's because it's a division rivalry that they just seem to have that edge Mm -hmm. and i feel like they're getting a little healthier and i just like i said i would love to see uh tampa and green bay but yeah it's just something telling me if you're feeling saints man you're feeling saints yeah i'm feeling saints there you go it's it's, i mean what you got as much as i hate it hate the idea of just having you know because it seems it almost feels like a uh brady you know uh i wouldn't say not a revenge tour or even an old folks home tour, because that's kind of what it's looking like here. When you look at the, <laughs> the age of the quarterbacks that he's going through right now. Well, minus Washington, obviously, but well, they probably already got their, you know, coronavirus vaccines from the retirement homes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're talking about hall of fame. You're talking about matchups of hall of fame quarterbacks yeah. and you don't get that no, every week. Not like that. Not like that. The playoffs for a shot at the Super Bowl to going up against the young upstarts. Right. I mean, it, it, how, it doesn't get any better so than this. T- so you're taking the Saints. There we go. Yep. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's let's wrap up and get out of here, man. Uh, James Harden. Good luck in uh, good luck in Brooklyn, brother. And Houston, you did well. You did well for what that turned out to be. You guys did well. We'll, we'll we will revisit that next week because I think we have to talk about Kyrie and and Harden and Durant. And uh, Shannon, it almost feels like maybe that Harden thing is a little bit of a backup plan for Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? They, they paid, yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. They, they paid a big price. They paid a big price. And uh, Kyrie's got a lot more sage to burn, bro. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, if he shows up. If, if Well, he's got a conference call. Well, if he gets off his conference calls, <laughs> you know, for all these political candidates, then that maybe we'll have these, the sage burning. Maybe. But. He clearly he needs some sage advice. <laughs> he just uh, needs a lot of sage. A lot of sage. Yeah, you know. Uh, all right. Uh, so so we will revisit that next week. We'll hopefully we'll be able to catch up with Mark and we will revisit the uh, Harden yeah, trade. Mark would be funnier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, and it, a hell of a trade. And Harden had laid down. I mean, he he'd quit on Houston at that point. He'd quit on him. He looks so, fat, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Really fat. <laughs> Cheeseburger training camp, man. I hear you. Five guys and five hookers. It's that that you know from the strip club to the snack the snack shack and then look yeah. I'm just saying, man. Like 
I've I had five guys in the last month. And... I love five guys. It's so good. God, dude. It's so oh, good. Their fries are amazing. So fucking good. <laughs> Where do you have dams set up? I can probably damn, get it. Damn, damn. I, can, I can probably get it for you. Cause it sounds like you need it. I do, man. Because anytime, like anytime I go to Five Guys, I, I automatically. Oh no. my goodness! Oh my damn! Damn, damn, damn! Crispy crunch. Get it. Bag. That's always my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You get yourself a double cheeseburger from Five Guys. You're, uh, Dude, that you're double eating bacon for a cheese- week. That double bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, oh, man. God. You're, you're eating for a week because that thing is fucking huge. <sighs> yes, so sir. Good. Yes, sir. Legit. Legit, legit. And then the fries at the bottom of the bag, you just oh, grab a bunch. Hell yeah, man. They so good. Don't catch up. Oh, so good. God, dude. Oh, that's so good. I wonder I'm eating this weekend. <laughs> Apparently some five some five guys burgers and fries. Hell yeah. Uh, I will leave cheat you, day. <laughs> cheat day. I will leave you with this headline and this story. This I think we will wrap up and maybe this is why. Oh, actually, t- two things. I lied. Oh, two things. Two things. Two things. Um, I did love this with Chase Young and Tom Brady after the game. Hey Chase, way to play, bro. Good job. Keep it up. I need something from you though. What you need? I need this off. I get it. I'll send it to you. (laughs) He's like, I need your jersey. I need this off you. Put his jersey, man. Love that. Go get that thing, Chase. Go up there and talk to that guy, man. You the real goat. Get that. Get that dude's jersey. Hell yeah. Respect, man. I I, I think Bree understood where he he was coming from about being excited about the game. I know the media probably wanted to run it out of. um, where it was supposed to be, but I think Brady kind of understood where he was coming from he about does. being excited about the game. He does. I think this is why I had the Bloodhound game. I think this is why. I mean, the song is called The Bad Touch, okay? All right, oh, so this is go. this is the <laughs> two headlines. Number one, number one, psychedelic mushrooms grew in a man's veins after he injected them. What? <laughs> How do you? Oh my God! <laughs> Talk about tripping balls. Good God! Yeah. I mean, was there was there mushroom left after he did it? <laughs> no, there was not mushroom left in his veins. <laughs> there was not. Um, he, he decided to use mushrooms by first boiling them down into what he called a mushroom tea, then filtering the mixture through a cotton swab and and injecting <sighs> it. Shortly thereafter, he developed symptoms including lethargy, jaundice, diarrhea, uh, and nausea, along with vomiting up blood. So. Don't inject mushroom tea. Bad idea. Okay. Don't do it. Definitely, definitely, uh, definitely bad touch on that. <laughs> definitely bad touch on that. The, the, the other thing, the other thing, and this is absolute. This is a lot of bad touch. All right. This here's your headline. Here's your headline. A man ate a toothpick and it was stuck in his butt for months. Ooh. He might Bruh. need he might need that that tape bandaid. Uh, <laughs> doctors in Japan say a man's accidental ingestion of a toothpick left him dealing with months of pain in his back and leg, all caused by said toothpick getting stuck in his rectum. How do you accidentally eat something like that? I I guess he wanted some more fiber in his diet. I, I don't know. 
Eat beans if you want fiber. Fuck. <laughs> How? Mm. Come on, Justin. How? How? Cunts. Well, yes, that, that's... <laughs> I guess the guy had issue... <laughs> How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Lastly, dedicated to Urban Meyer. If you take anybody other than Trevor Lawrence at number one, they drafted who? <laughs> who the fuck is this? <laughs> Anyway, good luck, Urban Meyer. You're going to need it. Bro. 100% agreed. <laughs> anyway. Like, if you don't draft that dude. You got to you gotta take trouble. You're, you're fired. <laughs> you don't take trouble. I, I would say Mr. Khan wrote in his contract, if you don't take Trevor Lawrence, Trevor you're Lawrence fired. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway. I right. would have put it in there. Yeah. Whoa. That's what, that's what she said. That, that's what she said. It can be the short intermediate passing game. Different swing routes, screens. That shit is electric. That shit is electric. Thanks, Lewis Riddick. <laughs> anyway, all right, look, man, we, we need to go. 315, man, we got to go. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, thanks for putting up with our crap, and hopefully you had a good time. Uh, gentlemen, I always enjoy it. So, as always, enjoy the football. Have some fun this weekend. We'll catch up next week. Uh, from all of us to all of you, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Keywords of Sports and Brew, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Home Feed on Podbean, a whole bunch of other services that host us. Uh, have a little fun. Have a you know, pop the tops, drink a couple drinks, uh, and do not get toothpicks stuck in your butt. Pro tip. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't, Can't do it. Don't, Don't do it live. Come. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't don't do it, <laughs> Randy. Don't do it, period. Yeah, yeah, Randy. Yeah. Don't do it live. Don't. Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't. don't. <laughs> you telling me Bill O'Reilly's gonna drop some commentary on toothpicks and butts? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go. Go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! Yeah. <laughs> Five, four, three. Anyway, all right. You got it all wrong, man. It's not fuck it, it's fuck em. Fuck em. That farting thing sucks. <laughs> anyway. All right, Jets. Go go get some rest. Uh, we'll catch you a little bit later. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you in the fleep side. Uh, the fleep side. That's the fleep side. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck 'em. laughs> Can't do it, Randy. Fred, Fred Van Fleep. That's <laughs> dedicated to. Anyway, that's a mess. All right. All right. Don't worry, guys. We'll shake it off. We'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be good. Oh, anyway. All right, gentlemen. Go get some rest, and we'll catch you a little bit later, man. Thanks, everybody. And as we like to say, good night now. See ya. (laughs) Late. All right, gents. Good night, man. All right. Night, guys. Bye. Night.
<laughs> oh, there's the Star Trek thing. There again. it is. <laughs> what the hell? Who is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know. It's so random, dude. It's so random, man. Uh, whatever. That's okay. All right. Good night. Good night, gents. Good <laughs> night. Later, man. <laughs> we see see y'all. Late. 